You're listening to DraftKings Network. Hey, today on the Cooligans is it's a it's a Cooligans Twitch live with TSS. <laughs> yeah. It's getting crazy. We're, we're taking Twitch to your ears, <laughs> and we're bringing our friends. There's going to be a lot of space being used up in your ears. We're bringing our friends Total Soccer Show. That's right. So uh, this uh, episode that you're about to listen to was from a, a live Twitch stream. So if you guys have uh, have listened to our show in the past, obviously you've listened to uh, Total Soccer Show when we do our cross- crossover episodes uh but this time because of social distancing and blah 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 and uh, you know let's open up this country already i'm kidding uh, <laughs> please stop <laughs> okay that's gonna be this kind of show all right <laughs> no, no but, but it's always a pleasure to uh, talk to and see uh our our tss homies daryl grove and taylor rockwell so we took listener questions uh and we did them over twitch and it was fun right alexis oh, it was a blast and we had a really good time it's look it's a little bit of a long episode so we're gonna get to it so we apologize if you don't get through the whole thing but we thought it was a lot of fun we loved it and we thought hey uh we don't have a tv show uh uh during the beginning of this week so we thought what do we do for you guys why don't we give you this right because we think this is absolutely hilarious and we got another new episode coming at the end of this week exactly so uh yeah so this is it this is our uh listener question episode of tss cooligans crossover uh taped just a couple days ago uh but we know you will enjoy it that's right. That and a little more today on the Cooligans. Hi, this is Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger, and you are listening to our best friends and favorite comedians, the Cooligans. <laughs> What's good? Hello, Total Soccer Show. Yeah. Hello, Cooligans. Okay. <laughs> Hello, yeah, Cooligans. That's us. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's good? You know, we were talking off air. Don't pretend we just met. (laughs) Who is this? (laughs) I don't. I I don't feel good about doing any sort of broadcast that doesn't begin with Alexis screaming. So can we can we get some sort of scream to like properly start this? Hola, baby. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say in a foreign language, sir. (laughs) Why are you gonna go Portuguese? (laughs) Ah, dude, I started doing Portuguese. I started. I started trying to learn Portuguese again. I thought you said when you say doing Portuguese, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, it's getting crunchy. Maybe one serves the other, my friend. (laughs) I know what French is, but I've never heard of doing the Portuguese. (laughs) I've always wanted to learn Portuguese, and you all introduced me to Duolingo when we were on tour, and I was like, I'm definitely gonna learn Spanish, and that lasted two and a half days and Ooh, then that owl yeah. was gonna be mad yeah oh yeah it was <laughs> it was that real judgy is, that owl is wildly persistent yeah <laughs> it sure is holy yeah. shit uh, <laughs> hello everyone uh watching on the on the twitch stream we uh, uh appreciate you being here we already have already the first chat is already the doritos they're bringing back the doritos alexis on the last Let's time go. we were on Flood twitch. those doritos smash <laughs> that subscribe button <laughs> the last time we were on alexis uh talked about his love of doritos and then they, there was like a dorito emoticon that is now in fact i got a question for everyone in the chat what's your favorite dorito that's not nacho or uh cool ranch <laughs> Damn, I'm glad we're here to raise the tone. <laughs> we're going to raise the level of conversation here. Oh, yeah, I didn't know you were coming to Doritos chat. <laughs> <laughs> that is genuinely, are there other flavors? <laughs> yes. There's the uh, spicy, uh, sweet, 
Thai or something like that. A spicy sweet chili. I like that you it's, insistently said yes and then couldn't successfully name another flavor. I forgot it because they changed it. There's ketchup in Canada. There's flaming hot now. Come on. The spicy nacho? Fuck out of here. Oh, look. No. They went all the way from nacho to spicy nacho. Miss <laughs> yeah, uh, Miss Coupo is saying Doritos are trash. Wow, Miss Coupo. <laughs> wow. What happened? Coming through flaming, not flaming hot Doritos, just flaming. <laughs> Yo, I flaming. didn't know me and Miss Coupo weren't friends anymore, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, so, hello, everyone. Yes, we are here uh, with Total Soccer Show. And, um, uh, uh, yeah, how are you guys doing? Since it's been about two, three weeks since we were last uh, talking to you guys. How are you guys doing? We've missed you. We've missed you. Like oh, yes. but, but we're good. We're good. Okay. Um, Carol speaks for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like how one of my favorite things about having used your studio uh, in uh, Richmond when we were on tour was that you guys have the multicolor wires for your mics. Mm-hmm. And now I notice you have multicolor spit guards for your you guys are very you're low-key fashionable you know what i mean you don't you don't throw it in anyone's face but you're like i'm not going in this room unless there's a good splash of color you know what i mean and you you notice usually mine is mine in the office is red and daryl's you'll notice is orange so we've yes. even gone man united wolves colors ah, Excuse me, old they, gold we went for old gold mic covers I bought old gold. it's definitely not that we bought like a, a multi-pack <laughs> That happened to be multicolored. Shut up, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, dude. They don't need Play to know these off. things. It was You'll fake it till you bake it. Right. Drink. <laughs> that a thing? Is that what, what we say? That's what we say in the pizza game. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were still talking about Doritos. Uh, so, um, no, but it's good. Uh, it's good to see you guys. So the people who do not know or have not um, uh, seen us together before, uh, we're going to be taking some listener questions that were already a lot of them were were, were submitted. Uh, and we're going to answer them. Uh, we usually do. Usually, the the tradition is uh, whenever we go on the road together, we make sure we do a a cool and. TSS crossover, but since uh, you know COVID nineteen has uh, specifically tried to ruin our partnership, uh, <laughs> this is why we have to. Uh, That's do the this. real conspiracy, right? <laughs> no, yeah, I, I thought it was weird that I thought we like we initially were just going to do lister questions and talk about soccer, and then Alexis wanted to do a whole thing about like Pelosi invented Corona. That seemed very strange <laughs> to me. I don't know why he wanted to do. That. Well, I want everyone to know that I am safe. I am downing hydroxy cut to fight. <laughs> COVID-19, so we good. Um, Your fish tank is filthy. <laughs> yeah. Also, I need to get a bidet. <laughs> Hydroxy cut. <laughs> floods, floods your system. All right. Well, okay. So uh, we- floods your system. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, so, yes, if you do not know uh, a total soccer show for whatever insane reason, uh, obviously check out their uh, incredible podcast that's on the Athletic Network. Uh, and yeah, so we should we just start with questions or do we um, want to talk about anything else before we get going? I want to talk about you guys appearing on Major League Soccer. Yes. Ooh, Let's talk yeah. about this. You guys yes. keep appearing on Major League Soccer. You f- they finally let you in the door. Well, we found some questionable photos of some of the execs. <laughs> and it's about time. Right? It took a while. I had to put out a lot of requests. I want to double down on Daryl's question of how did this happen? Because <laughs> you're making jokes like that. I, I am. I'm shocked. Yeah, and into no, it. I think it's very simple. I think it's just, uh, you know, how did uh, how did what's his face? get out of the jail in Shawshank little by little you know <laughs> retirement rain tiny rock hammer and a good poster right <laughs> just chipped away baby and little by little there's a hole and you gotta crawl through some poop 
but then you get the freedom. <laughs> and uh, needless to say, right now, as they watch the tapes of some of the stuff we've done, they're currently in the poop stage. They're in the poop stage. <laughs> and they're like, how did these guys chisel their way through a rock? But- Alexis, who are you throwing in there? Uh, who is your uh, your Raquel Welch poster? Because I'm assuming it's like shirtless Thierry Henry. That's my guess oh, right now. Oh, <laughs> dude, with the socks covering the knees, like when he used to play. <laughs> Sexy dog. <laughs> Andy Dufresne, thank you in the chat, whoever said that. Uh, so the, I, you know, I was, MLS seems to be uh, cautious when it comes to anything cool against related. What are they, what are they going to say? What are they going to do on here? Yeah. Because they say so many salacious things, but we know everyone there, right? So we've, we, we've all interacted with them and we were on, uh, so the biggest. Yeah, but you interacted salaciously. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the surprising thing, obviously. That's a the surprising thing was that we were live. That was the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, that was a big test. <laughs> so they we, told you that it was on a four-hour delay. <laughs> yeah, so they could do some yeah. serious editing. <laughs> I go, I make dinner, I eat it, I shower, and then I look, and we're live now. <laughs> <laughs> so the but we were on with uh, Kaylin Carr and uh, and Jillian Sakovitz, uh, and they and they're great. They're our friends, and we and you know so the rapport is already there, and we had a we had a great time. So is Kaylin Carr say, still? Your friend after yeah, you I was wondering him. that too. <laughs> yeah, I know we did roast him quite a bit, but I think it turns out we roast him every time we talk to him. So I guess it's <laughs> staying on par. My favorite thing about doing stuff with MLS is we're always. It feels like we're like the bad friend that gets invited to the good kids' house for dinner. Like we still get invited in, but you could see out of the corner of the eye the dad telling the mom like hide the jewelry. You know? <laughs> that's a, well, like a, a cousin from the family that's the wrong side of it. Yeah, house. yeah, yeah. Like, look, if we're gonna invite him, just. Put the jewels, put the jewelry in some shoe boxes, you know? <laughs> we, had the, we had the rule that you weren't allowed to ask if the friend could stay over in front of the friend. So I also feel like they probably have that rule too of like, they don't ask Don Garber if you're allowed on their broadcast uh, when you all are in the room. They have to go to a separate room and have that conversation. <laughs> you know what? You might have you a point. Out. You might have a point because whenever we get asked, we, we're always told like, okay, we're going to add you to the email chain. <laughs> I think, <laughs> it's so, always like a side thing with us. <laughs> oh, I wanted to show you this. I forgot to, it's not in the frame. Of the shop, but I did. This is phenomenal broadcasting right yeah, now. Yeah, right here. Is... Boom. Look at this. Hey, I know that. Hello. Shirt. It's vintage. Yeah, dude. Oh, I got the same one. I didn't know that was an OG one. Yeah, dude. Uh, nice. Did that make the jersey? That didn't make the jersey shoot, though, did it? Since no, it's not a jersey. It is not. It did not yeah. make it there. No, no. Uh, so, all right, everybody. Christian, did what? were you aware your that your jersey spelled out I am sad? Or was that subconscious? <laughs> no, no, dude. It was just, <laughs> that was just, that was organic. It was just a real moment, you know. Uh, More of a subconscious call for help. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, uh, you'd uh, you'd be surprised how many genuine messages I got about my mental health and my yeah. well-being. I wonder why, dude. You made fucking I'm what? sad out of your jerseys for but fuck's it was, sake. It was just, look, I'm glad to know I have friends that care. I just yeah. didn't expect it would be that many. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you did, you did tweet like, I had my first cry today. I think I saw you tweet twice about crying and then yeah. I saw a post about I am sad. It I got a little nervous. Text, I did text him right after that. I was like, you good after the I cried today for the first time in COVID? And he's like, yeah, why? I'm like, <laughs> you, do you read your own but, tweets? My but guy? it was still a, clearly a joke. I was there was still a joke in there 
which is fine. That was a much more literal cry for help. This was just like <laughs> absurd, and a, or maybe more of a cry for attention than anything else. So. <laughs> well, you got to cry. That's the title of Alexis's biography, by the way. I just want that on record. I actually tweeted out, "I'm not sad. I've never cried. Leave me alone." <laughs> uh, thank you for everyone uh, following and subscribing, Miss Koopa. Thank you so much uh, for uh, subscribing. It's just like an, another thing on Twitch, which is is cool. Uh, and and, uh, and so, DJ Step put uh, I am sad in the chat. Yeah, so. and as you see, if you follow us, you can see. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> we need a kit. I need a kit that says I am sad on the back. Uh, <laughs> I, I am sad united. You were, you were also one letter off from admitting to loads of murders. Wait, what, what was the word? What's the letter missing? Like a summer of Sam kind of thing. <laughs> that was me the whole time. <laughs> oh, I am Sam. I am Sam Pure. <laughs> Isn't that a, a a movie starring Sean Penn, I believe? Oh, it is, it is that as well, yeah. yeah. So Sean Penn did it. Sean Penn did it. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there, Daryl. Bit of a reach on that one. Is that <laughs> Bit right? Bit of a reach. All right. Well, they can't all be winners. They yeah, no, be you might want to call your doctor by your rotator cuff. That was a bit of a reach. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably not Ian. Hola, amigos. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, and then we have- Yo, Ian asked the funniest question I've ever been asked in my entire life and any oh, yeah. of these things that we've done. It was so goddamn funny. It broke me. What was it? Because I saw the screenshots of you laughing, but I didn't see what the question was. <laughs> it was, what was it? It was, uh, do you think all of our dads right now are waiting for us to reach out to them or looking, waiting for us to find them? <laughs> it was, it like was to, because of the, because of the lockdown, since we can't see family, like his theory was that all, all of our, like, you know, fathers are just in one place together. They're finally like <laughs> connecting together. <laughs> yeah. They're like waiting for us to yeah, find yeah. it was, it because the all of our dad it was written like a comedian it was so fucking funny it broke me yeah <laughs> I and like, also I love Ian is the is the guy who did uh the 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 URL the English guy and hipster soccer show dot com oh Thank wow all right Thank Thank you. You. So shouts to Ian man uh and he he created the shouts to us dot com as well that that redirects oh, yeah. to to your website Man, uh, he owns half the internet <laughs> yeah dude he's he's heavy on GoDaddy <laughs> which is actually <laughs> yeah maybe he uses a different one called Where's Daddy and, uh, <laughs> go find Daddy <laughs> Daddy question mark dot com <laughs> okay um so yeah we should get going and and answer some uh, listener questions somebody you know what people were asking if, if this will also be in podcast form and i think we should probably just do that we have we'll have the audio of it if that's an option we can we didn't talk about this beforehand but maybe you know i'll be honest our feed is crammed okay <laughs> we don't have any room <laughs> wow. if you guys if you guys are willing to publish wow. it we yeah. will you know, we'll sign the paperwork we're, 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 we would love to, but we're just not going to feel good that day. I tell you, seriously, you guys publish it and we'll promote it. So okay. we'll at least send people to listen to it. Sweet. I'm, we'll yeah, put it out. Late. I'm fine with all right. it. Later. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Thank you, Calisol. Hey. Uh, if you want to see Alexis dance on a toilet, uh, all you got to do is <laughs> give us a follow or just Ben Venmo him two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. Or just <laughs> honestly ask nicely. You know. <laughs> Either uh, is good to go. Okay, so let's. Uh, Should I put my cash app? <laughs> just, <laughs> if people want pictures of my feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and me on a toilet. And if you want to see feet and toilet at the same time, oh, it's going to cost you. <laughs> Thank you, Brooklyn. MD. Do, do you think that's a demo? Do you feel like that's a group of people out there? Someone, actually not someone, Mike that's Cannon, right. a very funny comedian, that's tried enough. to convince me I should start an OnlyFans for my for for something because he wants to start one. And I said, like, the only way OnlyFans will work for me is if I start sending pictures of my feet and I promise to not stop until you join my OnlyFans. <laughs> that's the only way. That's how disgusting my feet are. <laughs> okay, so let us uh, let's get to the first question. Uh, let's, see right. if, let's see if I hopefully I did this correct. Yes, I did this Ooh. correctly. Everybody looks okay. Uh, Ooh, yeah. And uh, let me know, people on the stream, if everybody looks and sounds okay. We were dealing dealing with some sync issues, audio sync issues. So I want to make sure that that is resolved as well. Uh, and I think it is uh, based on what I'm seeing. So, uh, okay. So uh, let's start with this one. This is from Robert, Sunny SoCal, Rob25. He says, do do the TSS and soccer cool against follow the women's team of their club, Wolves, Man United, Everton, and Arsenal? And if not, what would it take to give them more attention? Thank you. Shouts to Robert just for knowing all of our favorite clubs. Mm. Yeah. That's really, really impressive. I, I do follow it a little bit, uh, mostly on social media when they post updates. Um, and whenever some of the games are televised, um, I'll watch them. I think a lot of the FA Cup, uh, the women's FA Cup games, um, especially because Arsenal has done really well. Uh, the Arsenal ladies have done well there. I have followed it not as strongly as I should. Uh, but that's also because Christian and I have started to focus a lot more on NWSL. So Doesn't Arsenal have great players as well? Don't they have Van der Dunk? Yeah. Miedemar? Yeah, no, they're incredible. In fact, um, I think Ian Wright has done an incredible job of posting a lot about the women's team and bringing a lot of focus. Uh, Samantha Jade Miller does a great job. Uh, They do the Lioness shows on Copa 90. Are you reading Uh, notes? No, no. I'm reading notes right now. I swear to God, I'm not. I'll flip this camera. No, Samantha. The other person I think has done a really good job is. um... (laughs) Like, this is the first time you've ever done homework for a question. It's like, and of course, one of the best players is click here to support Wikipedia. I mean. <laughs> no, Samantha Jane is a good friend of ours. We met doing the ICC shit. Yeah. But uh no, obviously I don't I don't follow the team as closely as probably I could, but that's also because yeah. We focus a lot on NWSL. We're trying to build up American soccer at the same time. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I don't specifically watch Everton, but I I'll, I have watched uh, several on ESPN Plus. They'll air uh, some of the um, what it's what is it called? FAWSL. Uh, FAWSL, right? So yeah. Uh, but I, I usually whenever, especially an NWSL uh, player uh, who I've seen play uh, play um, uh, at Chelsea, uh, who's there? Does Crystal the, Dunn was there. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, does the backflip. Sam, Sam, uh, what's her last name? Kerr. 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 Sam Kerr. Uh, I, I, I caught uh, several Chelsea games when she went over uh, to Chelsea. So, uh, so you're, you're in the same boat as with the Everton men's team, right? Where you want some U.S. women's national team players to yeah, some internationals. That'd be great. Play, yeah, right? it would definitely yeah. get me to watch more. If they I think yeah. women's national team players could play on the men's Everton team right now and, and be an advancement. <laughs> My Bro. God. Uh, you know, you, you ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say for Wolves, I can't watch them because they're in the fourth tier of the English women's <laughs> soccer pyramid. I think they've tried investing more in the the Wolves women's team lately, but they they're not they're not on TV um, and they're not in a very high tier. They don't have any players you would have heard of. They all have other jobs. They're not pros at all. Um, they were. I, I did find this out. 
they were seven points clear at the top of their fourth tier division and about to get promoted. But because of coronavirus, the season wasn't just suspended. It was so low down the pyramid. They just called it null and void. And that seven point lead at the top of the league is just gone. Oh, that's got to break your heart. Yeah. They should well, do it, would, it would if I was a fan of the team, but I can't say that I pay much they, attention to them. Honestly, they, they should do that with uh, Liverpool and the Premier League. <laughs> I mean, why not? Look, <laughs> really set, be consistent, England. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, cancel the season and just bring Arsenal up to fourth. I think it's not a bad idea, you know? <laughs> just do it alphabetically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm sure they tried to sneak that in. Um, I, I, am, I will say I do not watch the Man United uh, women's team. Uh, I did look up the roster. I, I can't name a single one of their players. They had Alex Greenwood. I think she's at uh, Lyon now, which tends to happen with any good player. They get hoovered up by Lyon. But I think it's also that like like my Man United fandom and my DC United fandom predate us doing the show. I think in a lot of ways, it's easier to not have a team you support if you're doing shows where you're covering a bunch of games because that way you can kind of spread it out. You don't have that kind of vested interest in one team that then makes you a little bit more biased. So I think I'm with you all that I tend to watch more NWSL stuff. And then like maybe I'll watch the FA Cup final or something like that uh, or international games more so than following the women's league in England. Yeah. Do you think we would watch the English teams more if there are Americans there? You know what yeah. I mean? Like if yes. uh, Rapino or if some young uh, yeah. up-and-comers like uh, Smith, Sophia Smith went and played... Um, in the women's league, I'd, I'd be more interested in at least watching highlights to see what she was up to. I think it's probably good marketing for any woman's team in the world to try to get one of the uh, one of the U.S. women's national team players on it. I, I mean, they just—it yeah. is because it's a lot of money, but and also they get paid to play for an NWSL yeah, as part of their contract. central contracts, right? Yeah, yeah it's hard but to get them out of it. but they're just they're just like marketing. You don't need to have a marketing team; just get a, one of the one of the big name players on there. If Rose Lavelle goes to play for your team, you're going to hit numbers social media wise. If she goes to play for Wolves, then her career took a horrible turn. Yes. Yes. (laughs) She needs to get paid a lot of money. (laughs) Wait, we just have to highlight Ian just created a new URL that says, (laughs) wherearethedads.com. And that redirects to the Gully Squad sign up page. (laughs) Yo, we're going to get a lot of orphans signing up. Let's go. I also like that. I forgot who it was. Oh, yeah. David from Tampa put TSS Studios presents two more podcasts. <laughs> um, uh, can we can we please ch- have that URL uh, changed to wherearethedaddies.com and have Ooh. that redirect to the Cooligans? Because that feels like it'd get you a more interesting group. Yeah. We're going to a lot of very upset young ladies looking for their rent to get paid. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Let's, let's move on to the next question. Let's see if this. I also want everyone to know that I did not forget that Christine Cupo doesn't like Doritos and I will have to address this at a later time. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, it's, just power through, Alexis. I know it's going to be difficult. <laughs> it's jarring. <laughs> okay. Next question is from Richard Rolson. He says, uh, as part of your champions, champion cup of history research, are there any players that you really didn't know much about before and were surprised how great they were slash are? Clearly, uh, when you see the word research, this is not for the Cooligans. Uh, so <laughs> I'll let you guys take this. Oh, so uh, yeah, we're doing this thing where we're profiling like the greatest club teams in history. Um, one player that jumped out at me was Pele's strike partner at Santos, uh, Coutinho. The man scored 400 goals and won the World Cup in 1962. And no one's ever heard of him because of Pele. 
this poor, poor man. Yeah, dude, he's the Pippin. He's the Pippin yes. of Santos. Yeah. He still got paid more, though, in 1962. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, think Pippin, I think Pippin might have been paid more than Coutinho Santos, just to guess. There's no, only, I know, I know who he was. Only, I was joking. Only, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Taylor, there's going to be a couple of uh, jokey jokes and chuckles out here, just, uh, just so you know. <laughs> no? Huh? Oh, you never serious? met Taylor Fact, fact Check? <laughs> <laughs> that is my nickname, right? No? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think for me, it's been uh, managers more than anything. That's what I've been kind of like really enjoying learning more about. Like Arrigo Saki is one that we're going to talk about this week, but... Pep has been a big one. Like I'm fully aware that uh, Pep Guardiola is a very, very good manager, but seeing sort of like what led to him being the player he was, and then the manager he was like all the sort of factors that led into Johan Cruyff ending up at Barcelona and what that meant for him, but then how he kind of adjusted his approach with each club and how he kind of let the philosophy of the club he was managing with the exception of Man City uh, dictate like how he wanted to kind of formulate his style. I found that really fascinating. Still uh, a bold fraud though, right? What's that? Still a bold fraud. I mean, he's the best manager in the Premier League, even though he's won the league twice in total. That was an article I saw today that was hilarious. Uh, and Gustav Sebes, uh is 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 another one that we learned about when we were reading about uh, Hungary, which and he's like kind of a precursor to uh, Johan Cruyff and Renus Michels or Renus Michels, however you want to go with that one. So like, it's been mostly managers that I found really really fascinating, and then some individual players that I thought were like more impressive than I might have really ever given them credit for. Maradona is the biggest oh, one. I've never been a big so Maradona many, fan. So many Eastern European players that mm. I'd literally never heard of. And one of them is like the first player to ever win the European Cup with two different teams. Oh, right? wow. I can't remember his name right now. Is it Bella, Bella Dedici? Um, what did your European... research say about how amazing Sampaoli is? He wasn't mentioned. Oh, wow. Y'all didn't there. get the, yeah, yeah. I really just yeah. want to stick stick with being literal on this one and be like, oh, he's not a yeah. good manager. <laughs> we didn't talk That's about that. That's the him. best burn, actually. <laughs> he's just really not good at his profession. You know? <laughs> he's almost too good at his profession. You just don't get it. <laughs> I just so just an update. Uh Ian says, uh, I think where the daddies.com needs to go to Total Soccer Show. It just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, the there's also someone in here called Captain Z. Yo, shouts to you for that name, yo. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So let's move on. Next question is from Jordan Angeli. Who, hey. uh, you know, you guys, everybody. Or is it Angeli? Oh, that's a good question. Am I saying it Y'all wrong? know? Angeli. Angeli. Okay. Uh, I just said that real confidently. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jordan's great. Uh, it's the accent. Uh, so she says, uh, let's get to the question everyone wants to know. Who's the best dancer? Me. Next question. <laughs> Is it really? I know it's not me, but you said that real confidently. Like, My money's on Christian. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you could put, you could lose your money if you want. Don't <laughs> me. <laughs> well, I mean, dancing at what? When it when it comes to um, Spanish, dancing at music, I think Spanish music, merengue, salsa, bachata. I'm confident there. I don't think Alexis can beat me there, but I don't know. I I don't know. Alexis, can we is, get a couple moves each, just yeah. to dance stuff, real quick. Dance no. Stuff. Uh, that's again, follow my only friend. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Here's the truth. Uh, probably salsa and pachata. I'll give to Christian merengue. I'm taking uh, just saying, you... just saying dance things with yeah. the right accent. And also, yo, I, I just want to clarify. It's pronounced merengue. It's <laughs> merengue. Oh, I'm so Thank sorry. You. Yeah. So Jordan Angeli and, <laughs> and merengue. No, no, no. That, that's uh, Real Madrid you're thinking of. Uh, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, bro, bro. I believe you mean real Madrid. Soccer jokes. <laughs> 
and being Dominican. You never thought <laughs> those two worlds would collide. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Only happens on the Cooligan Total Soccer Show crossover. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. Uh, so what, did we settle this? So does Christian also think he's the best dancer? In well, I think it's, I honestly think, first of all, Christian's an incredible dancer. Let me start by saying that. Um, it's just a shame that he's not as good as I am. No, he's a, <laughs> he's a very good dancer. I think, I think it's a, I think it would be, it would be tough between the two of us. I think in non- non-latin music i'd have an edge and i think in latin music he'd have an edge so i'm willing to shake hands and say we split it down the middle it's a cooligans win <laughs> right, but here's my question a genuine question from like a, like an intuitive like you're born knowing how to dance which is a thing i think is kind of the case i think you learn how to dance at a really young age and if you don't then there's always that element of yeah maybe dude, you didn't learn how to do it until later on yeah but like which of the two of you let's say serious question let's say you all like wandered into like a bar in texas that had line dancing who do you think figures out how to line dance faster based on like just sort of music background i mean i said natural rhythm ability i think me first of all both run no i think i do and here's the reason (laughs) why i think christian gets chased out by the locals (laughs) no no no, because i will i will be there with my maga hat and my blue lives matter (laughs) t-shirt There are ones in Austin. They have bars in Austin. You can go there and feel Christian safe. Christian walks in like, what's going on, fellas? <laughs> I ain't trying to die today. Hey, hey. y'all need I to look up who like Charlie Pride is. That's my Texas. answer to that. All I'm saying is I try to do a Texas accent so no one gets upset. <laughs> I try to make it very specific to what I just said. Was asked. No, I think I think uh, I, that would be fun to do, actually. Christian and I should go to a line. I bet you there's one in like, Jersey or upstate New York, whenever we can open back up again, I think we should go do that and see which one of us is better at it. It's probably an ironic one in Brooklyn. Oh, I guarantee you there's one. <laughs> also, you know, Filipinos love line dancing, but not like the Southern stuff, but it's kind of a blend of it. So let's just go to one of those. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Every Filipino party you ever go to, line dances. Huh. All right. All right. <laughs> News to me. I'll see you there. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> bon seat for me and all my homies. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, y'all, I'm just throwing this out there. The comments seem to indicate that they think Christian is going to win the line dancing competition. And, 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 the, and the, so, suggesting I wear a, co- a, co- a cowboy hat, assless chaps. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if this is a suggestion or a fantasy. A Dominican oh, wow. Woody. Dominican <laughs> Woody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I already, I already walked. Palau. That's Yo, terrific. Me. I already, I already walk like Woody, to be honest. <laughs> Christian in the vest, bro. I got my Halloween costume, bro. Can we, can we write? Can we write Alexis on the underside of a uh, of, of Christian's shoe just to really bring it all full circle? <laughs> Oh my Dominican god. Woody. Just <laughs> just walking in click 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 get okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Douglas said uh be right back. Got a photo shot. Got a photo shot Doug, if you get that ready, I will put it on the stream right now. So yes, please. Yes. Oh my god. Oh Jordan, thank you for that question. This is why Jordan's the best. <laughs> Jordan. Oh, yeah, what are the karaoke songs? Okay, uh, go to karaoke. I always, I've mm. always said this. My one of my favorite karaoke songs is uh, Clint Eastwood from Gorillaz. Has mm. has a rap, has singing. Nice, uh, you know. Everybody enjoys that song. So I, that's usually my go-to. I go uh, buy you a drink um, by uh, T Pain. I'm a buy you a drink. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you all will think I'm joking. I'm not. One of my favorite ones to do after several drinks is uh, En de San Blas by Mana. Yep. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Did I learned it? that phonetically. I probably <laughs> sing it wrong. But after a few drinks, I feel very confident that I can nail it. When you started saying before, after a few drinks, I was like, I wonder what, maybe it's confident. Now I know as soon as you said it, I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Taylor's going to need a couple of brews in him before he hits those notes. I did not expect uh, a mana reference today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where do, what, what page is that even on? No. I can find that. <laughs> He's got to go to the right bars, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daryl. What, what you all would feel walking into a Texas bar is what I feel walking into the bars that have mana on the... Uh, <laughs> karaoke options for sure that? they're like this turkish dude really hitting these notes <laughs> dude there's a there's a great in uh, if you ever if bars open up again and whatever life is back to normal in queens there's a uh there's a bar called la cueva uh it's in sunnyside queens and it's like a a, a rock a, a rock and espanol uh, club like bar and it's just it is my it's my it's like a, a lot of colombian rock and whatever and it's just you will you will fit in because you have the same beards of all the Colombians in there. So <laughs> guys, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> yes. Yo, I think who did you all say when I first wore this hat in Atlanta, y'all said, Oh, uh French Montana. French Montana. Yes. Like, <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Taylor is straight. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> that dude is uh I guess certainly technically a rapper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Dude, make money doing he raps about four bars per song. And look how much money he got. Do your thing, bro. You know me, I'm all about efficiency. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Daryl, have you ever... Um, I don't have one. I don't think I've ever done karaoke. Have you ever sung a what? song? Do you like I music? I so, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, are, you pro me. are you programmed Sorry, to like music? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm programmed. But it's, yeah, I'm like more that like uh, Britpop indie guitar type group stuff uh, grew up with and it's not very karaoke friendly right i also i'm gonna throw this out there daryl you you feel free to strongly disagree if you wish daryl also in my opinion like i think doesn't really love doing stuff if if like a group are trying to make him do it like a lot of times karaoke <laughs> is peer pressure and i feel like daryl will just be like no i'm not doing that like yeah. i still haven't ever heard him do like a london accent or like a cockney accent he won't do fake accents if you ask him to <laughs> so i feel like it's that same level of like if you're telling him to do a thing, he's not karaoke. But what that means is to me that he has a very good solo karaoke career that he just doesn't tell anybody about. <laughs> mm. He's got, this, like, he's got like was... trophies from secretly going to karaoke <laughs> <Exactly>. competitions, <laughs> but he won't tell you. Well, when, I, when I was a teenager, I was like in a in a band that did like, you know, Oasis covers and things like that. And I, Whoa. I sang and played guitar a little bit. Do just we, like rhythm do guitar, we have, but I've never, ever done karaoke. Do we have some MP3s of, yeah. uh, of this stuff? We'd love to hear it. This was pre-MP3. It was whatever. <laughs> Do we well, have any Sony mini discs of you? <laughs> Probably, yes. Oh, that was an early adopter. <laughs> I, oh, I believed in them. So you and yeah, me too. Oh, I invested now. big. There's a big yeah. box in my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, we got <laughs> it. So next time we uh, meet up somewhere, we gotta. We just do. Gotta do karaoke. Why not? All right, yeah, we'll find what my song is. What what should my song be? Well, I feel like what what is the what is the Wolverhampton version of Oasis? Is there like a famous band from your area? Birmingham. There's a lot from Birmingham, yes. So JK, that's a rapper. Don't do that. Um, where's Kasabian no one that from? I really, really like, but Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath are from Are they English? Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're from Birmingham. Yeah. Where's Kasabian from, Daryl? Uh Leicester, so close, okay. like East Midlands. Yeah. So you much just wish Leicester it was, Oasis, was don't you? 
You just wish it was Oasis were from the Midlands, I feel like. Or, you know, or someone more famous. <laughs> yeah. And I like Oasis. I've learned about Oasis just because of all the shit talking the brothers do to each other on Twitter. Yeah. Like <laughs> then I found <laughs> out they were a band. <laughs> they keep calling each other potato. Yeah, dude, it's the best. <laughs> I went to see the movie the, when the movie was released. One day only across the whole world, only one night in the theater. I went. And the whole time I'm like, what is it with this music, dude? <laughs> Get to the trash talking. <laughs> so, so a couple of people already made to some suggestions regarding music, at least for Daryl. Uh, somebody said, Robert from LA said, I thought Daryl, Daryl's favorite song was growing up was Spice Up Your Life from the Spice Girls. <laughs> it right. wasn't not my favorite song. <laughs> oh, it's on the list. <laughs> uh, I went through a little Spice Girls phase. Great. Uh, yeah. When I was a, a you know a, a, a pre, you heard him chat. Photoshop that as well. Uh, yep. Uh, who was my favorite? Ginger, maybe. Baby? Oh yeah, yeah. They were they were dope. Good, 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 good music. It was the music that I fell in love with. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're known for. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, and then uh, number three says, "You guys rule." Not a question, but worth noting. Thank you so much, right. uh, Jordan. Likewise, we should all we should all fist bump her back. Right Boom. <laughs> I love how when Taylor hears a joke, he thinks he should laugh at. He dips his face down. Oh uh, no! It was actually a joke that I came up with. That I was like, oh, eh, not saying yeah. that one. <laughs> okay, you gotta you gotta text us that, my guy. <laughs> I can do that. Okay. That's literally what I was about to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, What's the next question? Next question. Uh, By the way, shouts to Jordan. Yo, she crushed that. Uh, how about you know, uh, Daryl? You can uh, you can read this one. Uh, well, you know, you usually take the lead as well. All right, so Chris Obenchain asks, with Everton signing a new shirt deal with Hummel today and rumors of the Sport Pesa deal coming to an end, who is the ideal shirt sponsor for the Toffees next season? So this is Christian's team, right? Yeah. So I just, uh, yeah, this uh, the news came out earlier today. Um, and I, I had heard rumblings of this, that they were getting uh, rid of Umbro and uh, Sport Pesa. Um, I, I hate the you know, gambling, all the, so many clubs have gambling sponsors and, or casinos or whatever. Um, I don't know what the, um, uh, what you call that? What an ideal shirt sponsor, like, I don't know who it would be. Hopefully it's not something like financial. I just, uh, whatever is the, the shirt sponsor, I just want their logo to look cool and be an accent to the shirt as opposed to, just letters at like sport pace says nothing. Well, I don't know. It doesn't even look cool. It doesn't make the shirt look better. <laughs> to me, I'd be less worried about fashion and more worried about money because don't Everton have a rich owner now, but we've got financial fair play. So, I mean, my understanding is that deal with Umbro. Um, I read this today. That deal with Umbro was supposed to run for a few more years and they just kind of got out of it because they could get more money from Hummel. And the same with sport Pesa, that, 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 that deal's coming to an end. And really, if you want to like, make money and spend money in financial fair play. They've got to get big money on this next deal. So I hope it's something really popular like hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> I, I, I believe it's pronounced hydroxycut and I've got to go to the bathroom again. Uh, I think here's what well, I would love. You, didn't you need to pee like two hours ago? I, I still haven't gotten word that it's fine to pee yet. So you I'm can just pee if you it. need to pee, Alexis. I, I, but uh, first I have to say this joke. <laughs> uh, I hope that it's MBS, uh, the, the head of uh, Saudi Arabia, 
who has all that Saudi money, just bought Newcastle. So I hope the newest shirt sponsor for Everton is Newcastle, which would be the absolute <laughs> greatest and most disrespectful shirt of all. Just watch Newcastle instead. Yeah, Newcastle are better, or this sucks, watch Newcastle. Yeah. And just on everyone's shirt. Need someone murdered? Call us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chapter pieces, guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get away with it. We're that rich. <laughs> Amer- American oh, citizens, okay. Say habla espanol. Oh, man. At least, you know, look, I, as far as the kit itself, I am uh, I w- was always very happy with the Umbro kits that, uh, that they put out for Everton. Uh, so I just hope Hummel... Uh, keeps that tradition going. Uh, the the kits were the last like decade were like very clean and very cool for um for Everton. So, uh, yeah, I hope to continue to look good. I, I actually someone just- said Gully Coin, Gully Coin, which is our new cryptocurrency. Total Soccer Show. I don't know if you know this. I didn't know uh, this. When did this I've I've been googling how to start a cryptocurrency, and a couple of officers have knocked on my door. <laughs> this has been fun. Black <laughs> helicopters outside my window. <laughs> We we uh, received a a submission uh, that I figured I would add here. We just got <laughs> we just got that. I know. Oh, yeah, I clicked on it. And from the comments, it sounds like posh. That's before they met, so she just had the uh, the clarity of thought to be a Man United uh, wearing person. Really, I didn't know that. So so say the comments. <laughs> so by the way, that's Tottenham on. I think that's Baby Spice, right? That's Wolves, right? On Ginger uh, Wofford. It Watford, my bad. I, no, I could see it now on the shorts. Yeah, that is Watford. And that's Leeds. Is that the old Leeds kit on uh, Mel yeah, B? Yeah, because uh, Mel B is definitely from Yorkshire as well. So, yeah, that's got to be. Ah. She's probably from that area. Dude, I miss those super big badges from back in the day. Like, even though Tottenham is trash, right? We all know that. But I like the big, big <laughs> badge. Thank you, Ian. And for in fact, you know what? That's what, that's what they're wearing. They're wearing the jerseys of the places where they're from. Oh yeah, okay. she's might, might even be who they support. I'm not sure if they were football I th- fans. Or I not. think we should. Uh, I think Coolian and TSS should recreate this photo in the hundred percent in the shorts. I already got short shorts from Leeds. So who's the fifth then? Yeah, we who need are we adding in to be the fifth. I don't know, Jason Davis. <laughs> we could just put in Dominican Woody. <laughs> we could probably go on Cameo and find Sporty Spice. <laughs> Did you guys see my, the Cameo I got from Freddie Adu? Yes. Brilliant. Wasn't that crazy? My friend Jonathan yes. got that for me. It's so great. <laughs> it's uh, it's not great for wait. like the the how American soccer went. <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that we got to the point where Freddie Adu was a forty-five dollar. Uh, yeah, that wasn't how it was supposed to go. Not great. Yeah, you know, I'm saying the good the point is he's affordable. Okay. So. <laughs> wait, but that's my question. Is it the Jonathan that I think it is who did that for you? Uh, no, 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 it's so. not. It's uh, my friend, okay. Jonathan, Jonathan Morvey. Uh, he's oh, a okay, okay, comedian okay. in LA. Well, it's a great, it's a great bit. And the fact that he, he those are, he, the, I think Freddie do might be the only soccer player he knows. That's why he, that's why he, yeah. well, he, he, he texts me and he goes, Hey, do you think it's a dumb? Cause I think Mia Ham was like 150 bucks. He's like, I want to get what? Mia Ham to send a message to Christian for and I thought I'm like what do you have like a relationship with me and him and he's like no 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 on on cameo it's $150 I was like well, I mean you know it's not like there's a connection between me and him and it's like it's not like he's like a big me and him fan or an LAFC fan or anything like that and he goes well the other one of the other options is a guy named Freddie Adu <laughs> he's like and he's $45 I'm like 
I'd pay $150 for a Freddy Ado. <laughs> right there. Right. Here's, here's, I'm going to throw this out. This is the argument for the next like collective bargaining agreement is they should just be like, Mia Ham only costs three times as much as Freddy Ado. It shouldn't be that way. <laughs> pay them more money. And then they, yeah. they don't have to ask for $150. But wait, isn't Mia Ham should be set financially, right? Yeah, but yeah, I don't but I think, think she should be. Under. I think a lot of people also donate. I don't think Freddie is. <laughs> I, don't think <laughs> Freddy, I don't think Freddie's very he's much. He's putting like, it right in the piggy bank. He's like, Freddie's calling his <laughs> Freddie's calling his bookie and being like, Freddie, here's I, my Swiffer. I'm using a do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Freddie calls his bookie. He's like, all right, I got another cameo. I'm good for another <laughs> week. <one." laughs> but uh, I think a lot of people are. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. If anyone here knows Freddie, don't say that because I want him on the show. Uh, I. I think a lot of people i think a lot of big celebrities donate that money okay yeah i feel better about that yeah i also think cameo pays really big celebrities to just be available on there for like two or three cameos a month or whatever i and see then, like, a, and like the a money goes leader. to them yeah yeah, yeah yeah like they're paying them a, t- a shit ton of money just to have their names on there but the money goes back to uh cameo so that they right. could be like get Ooh. some of it back yeah. right. you've made me feel better Alexis. I, Thank I'm, you. I'm reading um Caitlin Murray's book, uh, the national team. Uh, yeah. and there's a ton of stories about, uh, about Mia ham. So I'll be honest, she could do whatever she wants with the money. All right. She was very uh, severely underpaid by us soccer for a very long time. So take it. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm back. All right. So, um, let us move on. Uh, I thought I had it on my bookshelf, but I forgot. I, I loaned it to, I think speaking my mom of Ian, <laughs> speaking of Ian, uh, who has been already contributing so much to the show. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go pee. You guys start this. Go, go for it. Okay. <laughs> First question. What and is, I'm going to watch this back. So don't talk shit about <laughs> what is slash are your five year plans. Everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We want to bring in the word from one of our sponsors. I was you. That's right. You being Gully Squad. Thank <laughs> you, you right now listening. <laughs> you, all of you. Yes, you've uh, uh, you've contributed to this marketing campaign. That's right. Thank you so much. <laughs> and if you're listening and you're not in Gully Squad, I'm not going to say it's not thanks to you. I think you already know that. But you can. This can be thanks to you. All you got to do is join Gully Squad. It's mad simple. You know it, what I mean? Because what yeah. happens is you join Gully Squad and guess what happens? We show up at your house. We said we don't care about the quarantine. You know what I mean? <laughs> we show up at your and we say yo thank you and then that's it we leave it's very odd <laughs> yeah yeah we we break lockdown rules uh that's how committed to you we are all uh-huh. right you where, where you live in europe <laughs> be there in a few hours my guy <laughs> okay yo boris open up the borders <laughs> yo latvia I, I might have to use points but we gonna get there <laughs> okay we're i've uh we're unbrexiting right now <laughs> I, yo, we've we decided right. <laughs> we here. What's good? Is this Europe or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yes, uh, join Gully Squad. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, awesome. Uh perks and privileges obviously we have a, a i like a, the hesitation you put on perks man even <laughs> i was like oh what do we got <laughs> you can uh obviously the the, the the our slack channel uh our birthday parties it dope zoom zoom hangouts uh it, it has it has it all so yeah and pins and and pop sockets and you know uh cool stuff it's just one of those things like yo you're supporting us uh it doesn't matter the level you're gonna get some dope perks you're gonna get a chance at exclusive content you're gonna 
definitely get a chance to hang out, chat with us. And yo, like the Slack channel, it's almost like just a big group chat. There's like people sharing food to do on the road once we get back on the road. People sharing pictures of the food they're cooking while they're on quarantine. People sharing pictures of pizza and I'm roasting it. We do other stuff than food, don't we, Christian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, look, there's uh, people sharing uh, music that they enjoy. It's, it's its own community of, of soccer fans that uh, appreciate comedy and appreciate other things in life that they can uh, share with each other uh, and it's really growing into something that's that's organic that is not really about Christian and Alexis and it's beautiful to see so I know it's bothering me it should constantly be about us but also they get a chance to, to be a part of the show when we have guests we ask them what questions should we ask when we say those are Gully Squad questions yo those are questions directly from that Slack channel from Gully Squad so if you're a member of the Gully Squad and you're not in the Slack channel get on that what are you doing there's exactly. not a lot of you there's like a few of you that there's haven't a, like there's a few there's, there's almost like I think maybe th- 30 or 40 people that are not in the Slack channel. It's that- what a handful of people. Come on, <laughs> get in here. Get in there. Uh, so, yeah, again, go to soccercooligans.com, click on the Join Gully Squad button, and uh, and get on board, man, because you're missing out. Oh, yeah. Soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad. Ooh. Five years turn place. Shelter, yes, obviously, yeah, be in my bunker for the next five years. Um, I, I mean, I'll start, I'll say, um, get vaccinated, get, yeah, but before any of this stuff happened, I think, um, you know, we were kind of excited about uh, this year, uh, about 2020. Uh, you know, we just got the news right that the all star game and a, a lot of other tournaments were canceled, and yeah. we were planning on doing some really, really fun stuff at, at the MLS all star game, which we, mm-hmm. I, hopefully will happen next year. Um, but five years that's a, it's a long time, right? I mean, private year plan in just career or like life or i guess both right so i mean Um, i'll I'll say the next probably next year my girlfriend and i are talking about getting a dog so i think that's probably going to happen at by the end of the year so that that's a pretty big move what are you are you going big or small or have you not even got that far we're thinking somewhere between 20 and 30 pounds she really wants a uh a golden doodle that is the She's just, uh, that, that's the dog she wants. So uh, I don't know exactly the process of how it all works, but we're doing whatever we got to do to figure out how to get that dog. You, you know what happens when you get a golden doodle though, right? I do not. You, you wake up and you live in the Connecticut suburbs. That's how that works. <laughs> as soon as you get that dog, you end up in Connecticut suburbs. <laughs> yes, I have uh, all of a sudden my closet is full of bow ties. Uh, <laughs> Fire on my pants pleated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to change. Imagine, look at this. I'm really going to become uh, Dominican Woody. Uh, so. <laughs> you, you just start going by Chris at that point. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, yeah, those are probably the big, as far as career, I mean, I don't know. I think the the you know the last couple months it's been it's been about six and a half months seven months since the tv show started and i i would say when we first started doing so it's been five years it's going to be five years in in august of when we started cooligans and from then to now i did not think we would be here i didn't think we would have uh or even be relevant really in like the soccer space as soon as it sort of happened whatever that relevant means i don't know it just feels like people the people who are like the soccer authorities i would say like you guys uh do not think that we're complete idiots and that is an achievement in in my opinion i mean we never said that (laughs) 
<laughs> Correct. It's 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 funny to hear you say that because like I still like I appreciate you saying that about us. It's very kind of you. I still don't know like if people listen to the show. Like we've seen the numbers, we know they do. But when we did the live tour, like I was every single time somebody was like, "Oh, I've listened to the show for two years." It genuinely like blew my mind every time that people listen. So I'm still more in the mindset of like, I hope people keep listening. Like I hope people people enjoy us. So. That's cool. But I feel like you guys have like you guys are the ones taking over MLS and doing stuff, man. You guys are gonna be the one you're replacing Don Garber, I think, in a couple of weeks. That was yeah. long hey. but I, th- I think for, for both of us, right? I think both our shows have grown. We're both doing really well. But still most people don't listen. Yeah. Right? There's like seven billion people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> most people don't listen. Weird. So my five year plan is just the same, but more. So okay. you you're trying to get to Joe Rogan status where you get a hundred million dollars from Spotify? No. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but we wouldn't sign the exclusive Spotify deal, and we wouldn't. Neither did he? And we wouldn't watch a YouTube video and suggest that Obama Gate was real. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> He's such an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think you know, we, I think we have a lot to be grateful for, right? Uh, in the yeah. fact that we can. T- realistically just still work and 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 people uh appreciate like you guys especially you guys put in so much work and you put in so much time for 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 so long uh you you guys and and this is another thing that we noticed when we were on the tour but people realistically there's people that grew up with you you know what i mean like they that that it it was damn we're old old. (laughs) who who looked to me like you mean like their sisters and brothers? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. It's um, it, it it feels. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to be grandiose or feel like what we do is the most important. But there are people who appreciate it, and if it's that niche market or a niche group of uh, people, that niche audience, it's 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 at least fulfilling. And so you guys keep going. Um, if I could give you, if I could say anything, I would hope that from our friendship and from the tour one of the things that I know it was sort of inspiring for me to see, but hopefully you guys also saw it is just how fucking like your fans were just amazed that they got to meet you and they just got to like hold space with you. You know what I mean? Like whether it's be in a conversation with you or have a conversation with you or just hear you speak in person about a question they ask and they were bringing remember like remember seven years ago i asked that one question about the guy and you answered and you were like fuck now no don't nobody know you man i I would say no i don't remember that daryl somehow would remember that daryl has a memory that makes my goldfish brain look even more goldfish (laughs) for comedians like when people come up to us, it's usually like, oh my God, you're funny. Or you should come into my office if you really want jokes. There's like a few set things we're kind of prepared for that are you garbage. You said that like you've heard that a thousand times. <laughs> a million times. Um, it's just one of like Zooms. Every time I do a Zoom with someone, they're like, oh, you should talk to Steve if you want jokes. <laughs> uh, you know? <laughs> um, but I think when when I saw like the conversations you were having with your fans was so genuine. I'm like, hopefully from from doing that tour, you got sort of the bug in you to want to be live more because you guys are both really good at it. And I was, I think it was inspirational for us to see how, how well connected your fans are with you. Because when our fans see us, they're like, Alexis, you piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Christian, eat real food. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what I would prefer, but it was great to see. I just hate that they make signs that say those exact things. (laughs) 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 Quite prepared. (laughs) Uh, And maybe like LA for the All-Star game could have been something where we'd gone to the West Coast and Mm -hmm. done some 2021. 
Yeah, dude. 2021. I like your optimism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the um, <laughs> Ian uh, clarified on the question a little bit too. He said, I guess the root of the question is that I think I've been listening for around four years and y'all are in a whole different place. Didn't know what y'all saw on the horizon. We didn't know either. And I don't know what's coming up next. Um, I'll tell you what's going to happen in about a year. Total Soccer Show is going to make a lot of money off that Grand Wall podcast. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shouts to you guys. I can't, can't wait till he gets a couple whiskeys in him and really burns it down. <laughs> Actually, well, that might be part of it. It's just, you know, working with other people and um, like growing a whole podcast community might be sort of part of what we want Community? To do. I think it's a TSS empire, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You need to get big hats. City football group over here. <laughs> the other thing is like nothing specific, but just business-wise for all of us, 2026 World Cup is coming mm-hmm. and it's on the horizon and it's going to be a time when um, it's not just that brief interest in a World Cup that happens. Um, it's going to be the World Cup is here and there are going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of money sloshing around soccer in the US and a lot of promotion and soccer will be bigger after that World Cup than it was before, right? So you so want th- to rob some people. Well, part of it is to be as big as possible and then the, you get even bigger by being part of that 2026 World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and he he asked another question. Which was worse for the the growth of U.S. soccer in the U.S. failing to make the World Cup or the pandemic shutdown? Uh, the World uh, Cup pandemic shutdown. Pandemic. <laughs> I'm saying World, World Cup. Cup. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, World Cup because pandemics happen to everybody, right? There's only one. There's only one place that uh, was <laughs> supposed to make the World Cup um, and lost away to Trinidad. You've seen you've seen our response to this, right? It's almost as bad as our response to missing out on the World Cup. See, that's that's the thing, man. Is at least this is like ongoing and so like it might be better like i feel like what we know what when the world cup failure to qualify happened i feel like there was at least an expectation like okay well maybe this is how like everything changes and we go like the germany route in the early 2000s and change up the whole system and it's all way better and here we are with like a lot of the same issues and a lot of the same lawsuits and it doesn't feel like much has changed two gms so yeah that's the best (laughs) so i feel like at least like i can have hope that like we come out of the pandemic and everybody has a greater sense of community and everybody wants to work together i think that's very naive and probably not gonna happen but it's what i hope for whereas i sort of feel like we're still sort of in a predicament when it comes to u.s soccer yeah uh and then the other question is what masks are you wearing when you go out into the unwashed world Ooh, I have a box of surgical masks that a friend gave me. She got a shipment from a friend in Hong Kong and then she shared them around. So right now I'm using um, surgical masks for like really like intense situations. Okay. Um, and then we've also got like a few homemade ones as well for less intense situations. Awesome. Uh, I, I, am, I haven't been out. <laughs> I legitimately haven't stepped out of my apartment other than to throw garbage on the curb since mid, mid-March. Uh, even food delivered? Yeah, we're getting uh, CSAs delivered, which are direct from farms, which have like nice. less touch points. And my wife does go out to go to the part of it is because she works in a hospital and I never know if she's going to make me sick when she comes home. So I'm afraid to make other people sick. Um, that's why I haven't visited family or whatever, but I have a lot of older people in my family. Right. Um, but long story short, I do have I have like one of those North 7700 masks, like the one with the two purple things on the end, <laughs> like gas mask looking thing. Um, I have one of those and I have a couple of, uh, homemade masks. My mom is a really good sewer. So she made a couple of masks and mailed it to us. So we have a bunch, my wife wears one at the hospital to cover her surgical masks to just add a little bit of extra. So when I do finally venture out, I've got some masks and one of them is going to make it look like I might've started COVID because <laughs> it's just so big. <laughs> I, uh, I have like, um, uh, uh, so my, my girlfriend's sister, her, uh, her, her mother-in-law, made uh, a bunch of masks and they're like they're they're made with like um 
I guess like almost like felt. Uh, it, it's pretty well done, but she uh, sewed them together. Uh, and I just wear that. It's like black and looks like a ninja. I look at kind of like a ninja. <laughs> and I wear it, obviously, when I go... Uh, get Silently killing people. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I get when he gets his grappling hook, and <laughs> I get groceries, uh, and I and I, I I protest my government to open this country back up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> enough's <laughs> enough. <laughs> See, there's that Connecticut talking. You move to the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, all right, Ian. Thank you so much for the questions, man. Thank you. For oh, that. and my answer to that is I wear a mask and so should everybody else definitely all right uh, alexis could you lean in on the mic a little more when you're in yeah, I yeah can't, sometimes i can't quite hear it paulo paulo's asking me know you can what are it. you eating <laughs> paulo's asking what are you eating what is alexis eating popcorn dry, like rocks dry frosted flakes because i ran out of milk <laughs> jesus this guy he's a he's a college freshman all of a sudden dude put that mask on and go shopping <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up uh, from uh, Brian Hansen. He says, which team is the most, quote unquote, New York Cosmos, Red Bulls or NYCFC? Ooh. This is quite a NYCFC. <laughs> NYCFC because they can't find a place to live. Because <laughs> rent's very expensive. Bad. Yes. Uh, I'd say Cosmos. J- just and not even from a like trash talking standpoint, just that like. That team really represents a lot of what I assume New York in like the late seventies and early eighties was of just like excess and vice, but then also like celebrity and a lot of other things going on there. So I feel like I wouldn't have necessarily loved to have like existed in that world, but I feel like they're pretty, pretty New York in the seventies and eighties. I mean, and then I, I guess, and then the other one would be NYCFC because you know at least right now they play in New York, so that matters. It does. You could also <laughs> say it's the Cosmos because they were cool in the seventies, but they're all corporate now. Yeah, that would do. I was thinking that same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the we, we so we just had um uh, so t- on t- tomorrow uh, on our show we have uh, Emmanuel Sombrone who's a, a a defender for the Cosmos. Uh, and oh, he was, don't tell him I said do that. No, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Already filmed it. But he he said uh, so. He's from Italy, and he was when he told people back home that he was playing for the cosmos they immediately knew the brand they knew the name they're like oh yeah they, they um we have posted a clip but he said that they were asking him like oh what's it like to play against zlatan ibrahimovic and he's like okay yeah i play in new york but it's not that league <laughs> or whatever yeah. um so when it comes to the i guess the the a global recognizable name i mean in soccer i guess you'll you'll have to say uh, Cosmos, but when it comes to what I think NYCFC is doing re- in regards to branding and the connection to New York, uh, I, I and and this obviously is going to sound very biased, but I think NYCFC is that when you, we say most New York, I went, I, you know, that Fat Joe was at a game, Remy Ma, DMX. Yeah, was but at- you're owned by a Middle Eastern like country. Like well, that's that's the other issue though. Oh, uh, bo- both of your teams, both Cosmos teams are, are like, owned franchises. by a, a, a Italian billionaire. Rebels owned by... Oh, not uh, the original ones, though. The original ones were owned by the dudes from Atlantic Records, was well, it? Are we talking no, about Warner Brothers Records. Then? Are we talking about then or are we talking about now? 
Taylor. That's what I'm, t- I'm talking about then. <laughs> okay. I'm talking about well, who owned NYCFC then? <laughs> Taylor, if you got all the info. I'm just saying, like, can you be the definitive New York team if neither of your owners is from that city and also yeah. you're a chain in a series of other franchises? Can, uh, Welcome can, to New York. How many people from, in New York are actually from New York? Point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Can, can uh, you know, Arsenal really represent North London when it's Stan Kroenke, the owner of the team? Like, wh- does, who what cares? If, um, what about some other options? What if we pulled the, uh, the David Villa... Is it Queensborough team in? Where's, where's he having Queensborough his... Oh, yeah, FC? Queensborough yeah. FC. That's probably the most New York team right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's owned by a guy who's in Madrid right now. I'll See, say it's this. not the ownership thing. It's literally that like, like they are, like you're part of a group. Like there are multiple city teams. There are multiple Red Bull teams. So to me, like for you to be the definitive New York team, but then also there's like a city team in, but well, there's like a Red Bull team in Brazil. There's a Red Bull team in Austria. And then there's a city team in England. There's a city team in Australia. So it feels hard for me to say like you guys are the definitive New York team, but then also you have other teams that you're connected to. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I'll say this. Most people who live in New York get their rent paid by somebody else and that by their dad. And that makes me think NYCFC is the most because they get their money from their dad. So <laughs> from their daddies. Yeah. Where's my daddies that come? Yeah. The apartment's not a right fit. Yeah. Uh, they're paying way too much for it. A million dollars a game. <laughs> somebody did uh, uh, Paul. Paul Onels uh, did point out that Alexis went to the bathroom and came back with food, which is a troubling <laughs> thing that happened. <laughs> I keep cereal in my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, really run out oh, of that room. clears it up. <laughs> All right, a little soggy, but it's still good. Next up from uh, Jersey Jonathan, soccer never sleeps. He says the CONCACAF president said the 2022 World Cup qualifying format will have to change. My question, what alternate format would you like to see and why would it be... Uh, why why should it be a cooking competition with every country submitting their best dish? Who'd qualify for the World Cup in this format? Damn. Uh, <laughs> England's not making it. We know that. Well, not, from con- not from CONCACAF. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But also not from anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, I guess it's cricket for us, boys. <laughs> so how many spots? We have, what, f- uh, four and a half, right? S- spots? Oh, for Three 2022, half, yeah. it'd be raised, I think, to five or six, right? No, if it's 2022 raised, is 32 teams, it's still the same, right? No, if uh, 2026 is when it gets raised to, I believe, right, right, right. six. Yeah, so let's say it's three and a half spots like it mm. was last time, which okay. I think is what we got in 2022. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mexico's got to go. Got it. Wait, is this your qualifying format? Yeah. <laughs> so you're just saying Mexico gets to go? Based on food. Based on <laughs> oh, food. Okay. Mexico, so Mexico qualifies. Yeah, Mexico yeah. qualifies. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Canada's out. Yeah, uh, we got maple syrup oh, and no, round no. bacon. Go for it. The, the cheese on the fries thing. What's it called? Poutine. Poutine. Yeah. I'm not a fan. What? I mean, Cuba, man, Cuba might go. Yeah, Cuba's the, definitely Dominican in. Republic. Take it. Dominican Republic <laughs> is in. You put sugar in espresso and you get to go. No way. <laughs> well, the is a cubano from Tampa or is it actually made in Cuba? What's the story there? The Cuban sandwich was invented in America. It's All right, then sandwich. America goes. That's my whole reason for Cuba. Oh, yeah, America <laughs> goes with some Cuban players. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. They have to defect. Cuba definitely goes. Cuba's, yeah. Cuba's food is the best in the Caribbean. I don't want to hear it. Dominican Republic goes. Puerto Rico doesn't get to go because they stole all the food from Cuba and the Dominican Republic. <laughs> wait, wait. Why does Dominican Republic go? 
because the they have incredible food as well. They're second yeah, but no, best. Give me some. Give me some specifics. Oh my god! They got mofongo, which is incredible. They got the I forget what the the fried steak tips <laughs> with the. I want you to sound like Keenan Thompson. There You've also you have definitely <laughs> yelled mofongo at somebody before. A hundred percent. Yeah, the <laughs> waiter. Mofongo, <laughs> and and then he adds it with more, please. Uh, <laughs> otro mofongo, con. <laughs> Uh, Jamaica goes because uh, they yeah, have nice food. Jamaica I goes. think we have nine teams going now, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. we're, now we're, we're just listing countries that have food. This so you know just France and Spain are going, and that's it. But, it, but look, American food ain't that hot. The, the question, like, the question is just not enough. The so, question sorry. suggests they would have to submit their best dish. So this would be if if it's a, a bracket style and they're submitting their best dish. Who would who would make it through? Instead of best dish, it has to be national dish. Does anyone know what the national dish of America is? Exactly. Freedom, right? <laughs> <laughs> freedom fries. <laughs> Free, freedom as long as you're white. That is the other addition yeah. you have to add in. Yeah. There. Have you ever had grilled eagle? <laughs> <laughs> you, YouTube uh, thirty five. He just said food. Just another way for the U.S. to fail to qualify. <laughs> <laughs> National dish of America is probably cheeseburger, right? In terms of what people think of when they think of the United States, I would say cheeseburger is probably that, or like maybe just like uh, apple pie, right? Apple pie seems like a very iconically american dish i'm gonna look up the national dish of america turns out it might it's, be it's, butter. It, the national dish of america is apple pie with a piece of american cheese and then some painkillers sprinkled on top that's the <laughs> that's the american tradition right there <laughs> hamburger oh wow it is all right all right so it's a burger all right hold on what's the national dish of cuba i think it's roba vieja which we <laughs> that means we win roba vieja it is let's see dominican republic <laughs> This is my favorite Again, Twitch I've this ever is why Alexis is never going to be CONCACAF president. <laughs> if you've just tuned in, you're watching Alexis Google's things. <laughs> it's La Bandera, which is a plate of rice, red beans, meat, and salad. Dominican Republic out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, Dominican Republic. What's Canada's national dish? El Salvador. Give me one second. I'm trying to get some good ones before we get to sad-ass Canada. Pusa. <laughs> Pupusa for El Salvador. Here we go. Canada. So El Salvador climbs the rankings the most based on this, right? Poutine. I, you were I, right. I, Cuba or Haiti might might jump those rankings a little bit too. Ooh, what's Haiti's dish? Uh, the national dish of Haiti is griots with rice and beans. Griots are made by boiling and then frying cubes of pork. It's incredible. Oh. Sounds pretty good. All right. If you've I would, have, I would assume more Frenchness to that. But so, I guess, oh, it's probably griots. So yeah, that makes sense. Then. So who are who are the the locks? So we, I guess we have Mexico for sure. What is the national dish of Mexico? I don't think they have. Uh, I don't think it's like tacos. What if it's a trash ass dish? Mole. Oh, mole is great. No, it's in. great. It's great. But is that? Is it gonna I'd win? honestly rather have poutine than mole. Oh, no, Honestly, I, I was 50-50 on including a food question, and now I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Daryl, do you know what a mole is? Yeah, it's a sauce, right? It's like a brownish sauce yeah, it's that like takes a, a long like, time to create. Yeah, I don't need you to tell me. It's fine. <laughs> it's, an, it's just an incredible amount of spice in a sauce. Yeah. I mean, no, they go in. Mexico are in. St. Lucia <laughs> is green fig and salted fish. What is that? St. Lucia. Lucia. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> it looked good. And then I clicked on it and I was like, huh? You're not even just because of the name. It might be delicious, but the name, yep. you gotta have some a little bit, a little bit more attitude than just explaining what it is. All Dominican right. Republic calls theirs the flag. You know what I mean? There's a pride to that. It's a trash dish, but there's like a pride 
All right. In well, the name. Show some respect, Alexis. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move Have on. Have you met me? <laughs> um, uh, from Bono, Bono Stipe. He says, how did Erling Haaland end up at Dortmund rather than RB Leipzig? Why didn't he stay in the RB family in his move to the Bundesliga? Can we just put up a picture of money? <laughs> that's probably part of it i messaged uh manuel fates who's been on our show i don't know if he's been on y'all's but i know you guys know manuel um uh he is all, nowhere of all things bundesliga his two things that he said uh the biggest one was that uh dortmund guaranteed playing time uh, which i think means they guaranteed him a starting spot which uh, i guess uh, uh leipzig were not willing they didn't to do. have a center forward right it's like a massive team yeah, that didn't exactly. have a proper center forward it's the perfect so that's a team. selling point yeah. But then the the other thing that I thought was really interesting is apparently a lot of the Dortmund players, it was like a semi-organized thing where they were like messaging him and like answering questions and trying to be very friendly and forthcoming. And so they were trying to, I think, create this idea of like, not only do you have a starting spot, but you've already got this kind of built-in community, all of whom want you here. And I guess Leipzig didn't extend that same level of offer. So that's the answer as I understand it. And yeah. This is why I think you're at a disadvantage when you have these you know, level clubs that you could like a, like a whole group of clubs that you could sort of go up. They can't treat you too special because then they got to do that for the next guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they yeah. have to treat everyone like just hey, you're an employee who's getting promoted. The hard work starts now versus someone who applies for that job. You're trying to win them over. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do it. That's why I don't think this works. Like I don't expect that if Tyler Adams uh, continues to progress, that he'll want to go to I guess it really nowhere is, bigger than Leipzig. Yeah, nowhere yeah, bigger. I guess you're right. But if he was at Salzburg, I don't think he would go to Leipzig in that scenario. I think a player like that who goes up one level before they go to the top, they would want to get, they'd probably be more easily enticed by suitors. Okay. I, I mean, and also uh, it worked out absolutely perfectly, right? It doesn't matter what team he would have went to. So far, yeah. He just would have scored so many And there's also, look, if, if you're Leipzig or if you're the Red Bull organization, at some point, you want to make money on him, right? You don't want to keep selling him within your organization. Red Bull's making no money. It's just giving money away in agents' fees when they're doing that. Totally. Right? Yeah, yeah. At some point, want to I sell, mean, if he's good enough to, to win you body. a Champions League, though. Yeah, maybe, but maybe he's not. Like, I'm, I'm just saying at some point, it can't all stay within the, the energy drink family. Hmm. Good idea. Why, well, yeah, why didn't he go to the Red Bulls? That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, is, it is probably a thing that, like, as soon as Leipzig if and when they win the Bundesliga, like that probably does, that equation changes a little bit. But right now it does seem like if you're going to win the Bundesliga, it's going to be playing for Bayern Munich, then maybe playing for Dortmund and then playing for Leipzig. And maybe if that order changes a little bit, that maybe they do have more of a kind of vertical pathway to playing in the Bundesliga. Isn't it just crazy that he's that good? I, I watch him. I'm yeah. just like, how is he this good? He's a kid and, and dominating, you know, adult center backs uh, so easily, he just has a great uh, feel for the game. That it's, it's, it's like Peter Crouch with like a better movement. I mean, he's good at everything. It really is, yeah. including Daryl and I had this conversation where, like, because he's so big and sort of awkward looking, uh, I don't th- think of him as very fast. So then Daryl was saying, like, no, he is really fast. And so I was watching some videos. Like, there's one where they break down like what makes him really quick and watching him. It is insane how fast he is. Like I didn't really fully realize how much like acceleration he has and like breakaway speed he has. And I think that's huge, but then his control is good. His physicality is awesome that you can basically hoof it up to him anywhere. And he is always going to at least challenge for it like that. I don't, he is a very complete forward in a way that I feel like we haven't seen in a very long time. 
Wow. Okay. That's my feeling. And also his dad is a Premier League professional who probably helped him in his career a little bit from an early age. He's born in England. You believe that? Mm -hmm. Can he play for the English team? He, I mean, I think maybe he could have if we got to him early, but maybe not. I'm not sure if he was there long enough to get citizenship. I'm not sure how it works. But I do know that Jaden Sancho, Erling Haaland, and Gio Reyna were all born in England. <laughs> but only, only, only one of them plays for England. Yeah. Because your cuisine sucks, that's why. Is that that's what, what he yeah, Gio and Erling were like, oh, we got to go somewhere. Not only are you not taste. qualifying for the Food World Cup, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. we need better cuisine options, yeah. How do Gio you was thinking about it. <laughs> Gio was thinking about it. Erling's like, have you had... The burritos are <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next question. Uh, actually, I, I just have to turn on a light. So, Daryl, you take this one. I'll be right back. Oh, you want me to ask the question? Okay, yeah. I thought you were asking me to turn on a light. I was like, I can't do that. Daryl, um, so, get to it. Turn yeah. on the lights in my apartment. <laughs> Jake Dowling asks, I actually can't see it. I'm going to have to lean in. Thoughts on the new Portland black kit and what are your favorite kits in MLS? Have you seen the new uh, Portland Thorns black kit? Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's got like sort of the in like a shinier inserts of the yeah. uh, sublimated. Yeah. I believe that's called right. Sublimated. No, sublimated roses. is when you when it's like sort of printed on the shirt. That's what I'm saying. Not sublimated. Yeah, it's not sublimated. <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> Christian, are you back yet? I'm confused. Yeah, so it's, it's a black jersey, and as part of the pattern, there's like ro- the outlines of roses, right? Um, yes. Yeah, and then there's the red trim and the red the red sponsor. Yeah, right? it's. Uh, Absolutely gorgeous and uh, like the type of shirt I'd want to wear. Like I like those where it's like as you move, they sort of change what you can see on them. You know, it's also I mean? having worn black jerseys in the heat of the summer. It's probably a good thing to wear in Portland. Probably wouldn't work so well for, say, <laughs> Orlando, which yeah. is a point I made. Uh, Christian and I were talking about jerseys on the MLS thing. And they said, like, the favorite Houston Dynamo jersey is a black one. I'm like, whose idea was it to mm-hmm. wear black jerseys in Houston in the summer? <laughs> That's yeah. disrespectful. Do you think you really I want white linen jersey? uniforms if I'm playing <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. summer. That's what I want. <laughs> Just a mesh, like the Puerto Rican dudes with the mesh Puerto Rican flag shirts. <laughs> mesh all the way up and down. That's I, I do think it's that. one of the best things NWSL clubs can be doing is just to absolutely eat major like major league soccer teams lunch. Yeah. In terms of having cool jerseys. Because Red Stars, that Red Stars jersey was phenomenal. Yeah. There yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So if one league's not doing it, then the the other league should definitely do it to uh to get the attention. Yeah. Even the white one is fire. I love yeah. the white yeah. one. I like I like the white one a little bit more, but they're both absolutely. I, I dope. bet you in person the black one is much much nicer, just because you'll see more of those of the of the rose effect. Yeah, it's it's troubling to me that there are people like who make corporate decisions who see that Jersey, like those two jerseys and see the new St. Louis Ram- or the uh, LA Rams jerseys and are like LA Rams. That's the way to go. <laughs> like just the most uniform generic jerseys versus interesting that reflect the team. Yeah, this is my issue with NFL jerseys are just there. There there's not that much creativity to them, nah. you know? And, and this is the one thing where I think NWSL in particular, Portland Thorns, Chicago uh, Red Stars, and there's a few others that are sort of escaping my mind right now that I think do a really good job. Like Houston Dash is kind of like simple. Um, but like there's a few that I think do a good job of saying like, all right, fine. We're not the top tier soccer league just yet. And we're working our way towards it. But MLS has clearly dropped the ball on jerseys. A lot of them are just plain white tees, right? And they're not taking big chances. If we take chances, we become style icons. And I think you see that. You see like people in Europe wearing 
jerseys for clubs that they don't follow or maybe don't follow those leagues. Like when the Tigres came up with like the wild one uh, that looked like all the tiger scratches on it, stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff that hits like Nigeria kits. These things become, can become sort of phenomenons and that only helps you sell more jerseys, more people know about your league, yada, yada, yada. And I think NWSL is doing a really good job of that in particular uh, clubs like Portland Thorns. Do you think, do you think part of the, oh, go ahead, Daryl, sorry. Oh, so I wanted to learn what does sublimated mean? Because I thought sublimated meant like what's going on in that jersey when you've got like a thing in the background of the color. No, so no, what? no. Sublimated is what when does it you, actually mean when you can almost like imagine Providence, the Nike logo and the badge of Portland Thorns was printed on. It was just printed on the shirt in but once. So but isn't the row stuff printed on? No, that's the that's a material. That's a material that is made for the jersey. The, if the red was also printed on and the Providence was printed on and the Nike logo was printed on, then they would have sublimated that shirt. It's almost like, Oh, cause then there's nothing sewn on and nothing, nothing. So you could sew right. stuff on top of a sublimated shirt, but like screen print, like when you, when you lay the, when you lay the, uh, the logo onto the shirt, that's not a sublimated shirt anymore. Because, because it, the, print, the screen it. is on top of the show. Yeah, Taylor hates this conversation, I think. Uh, what? Sorry. <laughs> you'd rather talk about, you'd <laughs> rather that? hear about pizza. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't sure it could get worse than pizza, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> do you think part of it is that MLS has this sort of like centralized deal? Like, do you think if, if yeah, each team were allowed the, to like have all the of designer? It. What's I think that? that's all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I've said deal this with Adidas, right? I said this before, but I think, um, you know, creating kits for, you know, 26 teams is is too much for one company to 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 up, be able to apply a unique uh design idea for every single team it's just too much uh and that, yeah. that that's why we get what we get i love i love in in the world cup when they do it and there's always the like there's like the four or five that they clearly put a lot of effort into. And then it's like, ah, you guys are like your national colors, whatever. It's yeah. fine. Like sometimes they put a ton of effort into like a few of them. And then the rest are yeah. just sort of standard generic ones. It Where's does feel the like time? It's Isn't it about the, like the balance of power in that relationship as well, right? It's not like MLS is such a big brand that Adidas is desperate to be the MLS jersey supplier. And they'll, they'll say like, hey, next time we'll do real good. <laughs> we'll, we'll make amazing jerseys for you. It's more that MLS really wants Adidas to be the, the jersey sponsor because they desperately need the money. I mean, it's also a huge, they make a huge investment in MLS. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. Generation Adidas, they're the only shirt sponsor for the whole league. Like, why wouldn't you put more effort? Yeah. And if you wanted, I think if you want to sell more jerseys, like, I'm saying it's on it's on Adidas to make the effort. MLS can't like hasn't got the leverage to force them to make the effort. No, I guess you're right. Totally. I just think if you want to sell more, get wild with it. You know, yeah. all the stuff that like they said no to for the Nigeria. Well, I guess that's Nike, but like whoever their wildest kid is, all the ones that didn't make it for that, throw it on. It's like the old the Germany kit that didn't go. That's now the Sporting Kansas so, City kit. You know what so I mean? You want like the, sec the second choice, second best idea for yeah. every other team. Whatever the wildest shit, yeah. shit was, that's now the Montreal <laughs> Impact jersey. You're, you're not wrong though, Alexis, because like, I mean, th there's a reason why people in Turkey wear like NBA jerseys and stuff. And yes, yeah. part of it is like branding and you want to be Steph Curry or whomever. But part of it is that like, you recognize the brand and you recognize the kind of like cultural impact of that. If you have really interesting dynamic jerseys, I think you probably get people buying them because they're aesthetically pleasing or they look cool or what have you. And maybe that does create awareness. Basically MLS is usually pretty good or at least pretty inclined to embrace new ideas and try different things. If it might turn some heads, this does feel like an obvious area where they could do that. I just wonder if it's because they don't want some teams having better jerseys than others, like very clearly and how much that could backfire in the end. 
Or could it be that in the past, if you look at the jerseys from like the nineties, right? Early, early in MLS. Fire. That, yeah, and they were, but they were very American, right? Yeah. They they stood out versus the rest of the world, and it was the same era when we had the uh, the dribbling penalty kick type thing, the shootout. The sh- the, yeah, the MLS shootout, and then the league ended up having to contract, and it wasn't fully respected around the world. And I wonder if maybe Major League Soccer um, is scared to stand out in a way that might get it mocked for not being like the rest of the world, right? So essentially, it's a peer pressure thing of maybe they feel like the best way is to just look like everybody else and fit in. And the best way to do that is just to use the Adidas template. Part of that, I think you're right, is because they started doing a lot more FCs. Yeah. Right, which there were none uh, before. It was the yeah. city nickname before. Right. now like Fusion Mutiny, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So they maybe were it's the just Tampa MLS. Bay Mutiny. Yeah, you know? it's maybe MLS is scared to stand out. Uh, you know what? Two I, things. I, 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 well, I'll say this. I think at, at the at the time that the teams did, uh, they, they had to contract teams. I could understand that sense and that feeling, but where MLS is now, I think there is, uh, and where just American soccer is, I think there is a, I think there's a more of an outcry now for uh, uh, its its own identity. And, and so I I think just more of this complaining from all of us will (laughs) maybe allow us to have like one or two good kits in in the league, you know what I mean. Like, it, hopefully, it'll happen over time. Where like you'll have like even the Premier League doesn't like every team's kit every year is not great or whatever. Like or the the the, the new round of kits that they put out. But at least uh, I think over time they'll they'll start. There's a there's a stronger push for creativity. Uh, whether it's uh, you know Pablo Mara and the Athletic had done uh, a great piece about that on how Adidas comes up with the designs and and how long before it's like almost a two year process. So People are complaining now, but they won't see any changes until probably two years. The, the kit that's two years from your complaint. Uh, so yeah, so I think it's it's <laughs> it's only a matter of time. But I think we're leaning towards a more liberal and more progressive kit design. Hopefully, Dogmanstein just said that's one of the big problems with the U.S. soccer. We don't add anything to the soccer culture. We just co-opt it from Europe. I don't know that that's exactly wrong. I think he, a lot of it is that, and I think that's one of the big problems. I don't know that we should go full-blown American, you know, and be like, start naming teams like, you know, the Louisiana Freedoms. You know what I mean? Like, it would, I'm not it would a, be the Louisiana Purchases. How are you going to miss <laughs> that? Oh, Come that's on. That's a good point. It's a good... God damn it. <laughs> like, uh, but like, shit like that. Like, I kind of like the just the no nickname, like let the fans come up with it themselves. I do like that. But um, I do think we can add, we can Americanize it in other ways. It's like lean in. Who gives a shit that we call it a PK instead of a penalty? You know, suck my Dude, dick. This I have to ask this. Yeah, Thank you for surfing back there, Alexis. Kick. <laughs> well, this, is, this is my question. So Dave Chappelle has that joke when he's like uh, being a potential juror about like his blackness won't allow him to answer that question. Yeah, yeah. Daryl, yeah. does your Englishness prohibit you from saying shootout? Because really? you you did a lot of legwork to not say shootout, and then Alexis, you were like the penalty dribbly thing, no. and then Alexis was like the shootout. Like, I feel like you did not want to say that. Daryl's Daryl's blackness won't allow him to say shootout. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I couldn't remember what it was called. Honestly, I didn't. He know also what, doesn't think OJ or... did it, so you know Daryl <laughs> just. <laughs> also, shouts to Scooby the Goon. He's oh, back in the back. chat. <laughs> the, the best part about that sketch remains. Are you familiar with Robert Blake? Yeah, Brett. Did that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was great. Uh, All right. Um, Let's uh, let's move on. Uh, Next question. 
Uh, I, if, <laughs> I don't know. This might be our last one. I, don't, I do not know. We'll see. Uh, he says, if you were all quarantined together, Josario Marcho, he says, if you were all quarantined together, how long would you go before having to kick out not Alexis? I, I don't think I'd be the first one kicked out. Mm-mm. No, you don't It'd kick be out your best cook. Don't kick out your food guy. You keep him, right? <laughs> it's Christian. Christian is the first to get kicked out. Is this a out. question for uh, us or for Alexis's wife? Because this is probably makes <laughs> still here. She should answer. See, get her on. <laughs> I think. I think Alex, Alexis is like. Like, yeah, he's going to let you know his opinion. Uh, that's definitely <laughs> going to happen. But like, we have been sort of contained with Alexis in that we did drive like a decent way across the country in one car together. He's going to be the driver. He'll keep the, the positivity up when there's traffic. So I feel like maybe he's, he's the person you need in a uh, pandemic situation to keep the spirits up, to keep the debates I also, alive. I honestly think that question suggests that Alexis on camera and on mic is the same all the time as like, he's always on we're in a normal setting, but the truth is, is that he's much more pleasant in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I think so. it's probably just whoever snores the loudest. That's probably so at the end of the day. That's the answer. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably Alexis, me getting uh, whoever snores the loudest and bays the least. Oh, I bathe all the time. <laughs> but Christian sometimes has to sleep with headphones when we have to share a room. I do. I just put. Oh, in- I- I, I don't bring earplugs. <laughs> I just bring headphones uh, because also because while he's sleeping, I go up next to him and I go. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how much content we get created quarantine <laughs> together? Is Taylor frozen or did he just not like that joke? <laughs> oh, it's a good question. Oh no, I was frozen. We just Daryl has the massive storm hit your house yet? Mm-mm. That's coming. It's on the way. <laughs> yeah, my internet is going in and out as the tree is. Bent over. That's frightening. Oh, boy. Yeah. Felix uh, said uh, uh, Alexis would definitely cut wind first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how I welcome you to the, to the quarantine. <laughs> uh, one of those that sounds like a question. All right. Here we got next one. Uh, this will be our last one. Uh, and Enrique Nieves says, uh, we have a blank slate. How would you guys organize and set up youth leagues in this country? What is the oh, center? Right. What is crap? What, what do you keep? What do you scrap? Easy question. Which with a simple resolution. <laughs> so everybody gets knives, whichever. Everybody <laughs> so, uh, gets knives. <laughs> Here's uh, I saw scrap and I thought knives. Here's my question. Uh, this is for Total Soccer Show. Why is everyone freaking out about the no uh, DA? What changed? Um, I don't know I think, enough about this to know what changed. I think people are freaking out just because the DA announced it really quickly without giving anyone any warning, right? And there were some clubs that were part of the DA that then had to find another league to play in. Um, and then there's also, even though there were all these downsides of like US soccer, the DA would like demand certain things from the top. And a lot of that, a lot of those decisions weren't popular and leagues weren't consulted like them, about it. They couldn't play in high school teams. Yes, things like that. Yeah. Um, they were, they also provided some funding, right? So it's a source of funding that administers the whole thing has also been pulled. So that's why people are freaking out a little bit. And it's also just this weird thing of like, there's all these, there's a lot of different leagues, right? That are involved. And US soccer was theoretically the thing on top that pulls everything together. 
um it was supposed to be like the daddy but it's like <laughs> yeah it's like daddy just went you know what i'm leaving i'm taking all my money you kids figure this out i think that's um, yeah like i i agree and that is that is well put daryl i would extend it to like if you imagine a group of people like maybe maybe we've got like 50 people all trying to come up with a consensus plan for like what route to take to get somewhere and everybody's kind of arguing and then everybody co- sort of agrees like okay this person is the one who's actually like with the biggest van or whatever we're gonna do what they want they have the plan and then like two miles into the journey they're like never mind this isn't the right plan i think it's that sort of like i think there was an acceptance that the da if nothing else is a like stable structure that is going to get kids up to a level where maybe they're playing in mls or playing in usl and it felt like okay at least it's something that seems to be like operational and well structured and that then immediately kind of collapsed and pulled out of it i think is like whoa okay so we're not it goes back to the kuva question of like it's why i still feel uncertainty about the state of soccer in, in this country is just that like it feels like some stuff that was progress has instead sort of gone backwards. And that feels like another example of things sort of going I've, backwards. I've heard lots of interviews with youth coaches and like directors who feel like it might be a positive in the mm-hmm. long run. Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff that the DA put in place, like will still be followed and they change the, like people's outlook on how, how youth soccer should be run. But then the like MLS academies and other academies can take the best of that, but also then may be free to make their own decisions within it. For example, they can play more foreign teams and have exposure and travel to tournaments to play against like Real Madrid's youth teams and all that because they're not like shackled by the DA structure. You might end up with a best of both worlds kind of situation where you get the freedom of not being run by the DA, but all the things the DA put in place um, will be will be sort of helpful in the long run. Uh, so, I, and I'll say this, I, I was on, um, MLS did a... Um, uh, a media call with um, uh, the pretty much as soon as they announced the this new MLS elite development system. Yeah, uh, I was on this media call. <laughs> the league name is so long you can't even do an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> but I was on this call and I did it out of uh, I was like, oh, they, they I got the email. Let me see what this is all about. Uh, and there were a lot of serious journalists asking serious questions. I just, uh, I took, I took the time to listen because I didn't want to embarrass myself with a question. Um, but what the one interesting part that I got, and, and, um, I forgot the guy's name, the guy who's like leading this, uh, this new, uh, project for MLS. And, uh, the, the main thing, and this is how I know I'm very much like not a journalist because I was so sold on everything he was saying about the vision of, <laughs> of what American soccer will look like in just a couple of years. Cause he really, and he was, a, uh, I think, where was he from? I think it was Dutch. And he was just like, um, you know, we need to have a system similar to, um, you know, the, the Netherlands and, and, and England. And, you know, there, there, there are countries that don't necessarily have the, 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 the greatest soccer leagues in the world. Um, but, can still create a lot of talent. Obviously, in Holland, they don't. It's, you don't. You're not watching the league very often. But when it comes to uh, the, the the kind of talent, the players that yeah. Leagues, yeah. So that that's that was kind of the vision he was putting out. Like uh, all of a sudden, instead of it's about uh, like nurturing talent, creating that talent. And it sounds like the I don't know what was wrong with the DA, and they didn't they didn't say that. They just pretty much said that this was going to be like a more centralized version of it. Um, whether that's good or bad, I don't know. I, I, I mean, we've heard from parents that had children in the DA and they were like this, this now we don't know what to do. So the people, they're like lost and they have to like adjust quickly. So that part of it definitely sucks. Yeah. 
It's um, way too sudden, right? You should have had like a year's notice. Like, I, hey, this is happening in a year. Exactly. Everyone be prepared. Not, hey, guess what? Yeah. yeah. So, so you know that thing we were going to do tomorrow? I'm leaving your mother. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, even look, uh, but where are the daddies? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for the follow while was SRV. He's, uh, and even the question says, if you had a blank slate, how would you guys organize and set up youth leagues in this country? Get rid of pay for play. That's yeah, it. I mean, that's, the, that's definitely the easy thing. I, I, I would say... Um, we, we don't necessarily need a blank slate. Like we have, we see, well, this is my, this might be that blank slate and, but we, we, we could just model the way things are done in other countries. But the bigger problem here is that the country is too big. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say, um, make it, um, like well, we're not that. How does China do it? How does Brazil do it? How does I mean, Russia do Ch- it? China does. If you want to compare us to China, I feel like that's not the best idea. I mean, it's that also is the forthcoming. answer. Alexis, I mean, to, answer, forthcoming. to answer your question, the way Brazil does it is they have loads and loads and loads of professional clubs, yeah. right? Um, mm-hmm. Spread across the entire country. Um, and then, you know, they have youth leagues and youth teams and they have scouts from those clubs and those guys will go and find the best players and right. they'll find like a, uh, early teenage Pele and Santos will be like, hey, come and play for us. Come and join our youth system. That's right. how they do it. That's right? how that's England how, does it. That's yeah. how Brazil does it. That's how England does it. The problem in the United States is we've got this giant landmass and mm-hmm. only so many professional teams and some of them don't necessarily have good academies either. I mean, that's the problem, then, right? There's not enough of the professional teams that have the big academies to suck up all the talent around them. So then here, I have two questions. One, you still have soccer academies or clubs in those areas right and if mls if there's some incredible kid in montana where there's no professional mls team or usl it always team, ends up being montana every I don't know time why. Montana. i don't know trouble. why it we really got, is we want South a soccer Dakota. star from montana we <laughs> okay, Alexis, i'm not i'm not being, making fun of you it really is like <laughs> travis used to travis clark who we did top drawer with like he uh he used to get in trouble for that all the time. Montana was his go-to, and it's mine as well. Whenever I think of a state, it just where seems like there's nothing but moose yeah. there, you know, uh, <laughs> you know. But maybe this there's the some young moose, moose who's correct. really good at headers. You know? <laughs> Sorry, where, where were you going? Where were you? Where were you? Here's my question. Yeah. There's got to be if there's a bunch of kids that want to play soccer in Montana, there's some form of club or academy where they do that at. And if a kid is really good and they find some hidden gem, an MLS who's club or. It, that, that that team that that yeah. Montana United, right? Yeah. Whatever they're, Who, whatever they exist, but they have to have pay to play. That's the problem. Right. right. But hold on a second. What if it's just a group? Forget pay to play. If there's a if there's a system, if there's a a kid that is found at a club that is not associated with a professional club, a professional club is going to want to hear about that kid. Whether that coach has a contact or they let it be known or from a tournament or something, that kid's going to want to be purchased by a professional team. So there we can still do those things without the professional clubs there because people still play, even if it's high schools, people still play soccer. You know what I mean? Soccer is still played in this country. Yeah, the thing, listen, people play soccer. Yeah, listen, there's not, there's not Ooh. enough big professional teams yeah. to take up all that talent. That's the thing, right? So there might be a really talented kid in Montana, but if you're FC Dallas, there's already enough talented Texans uh, around you to uh to to try and to get into your academy why are you going to go all the way to montana you know what I'm because saying? because on, on there's markets that advice. are but also there's markets that aren't big enough columbus is not that big of a market um and i've heard that from from these clubs kansas city actually used to have the right to go and poach from other states because mm-hmm. they don't have as big a market so there are some clubs that are able to do yeah, that but if there were more yeah. if there were more teams then there's more chance of that kid finding a team to play for right oh and i that's agree. the problem there aren't enough teams right? i think so we should have what you're so, what you're saying is theoretically possible it just becomes 
unlikely because there aren't enough teams to do it. But is it more likely now that this DA is broken apart? And my second question for no. you is, is pay for play more likely to go away because the DA went away? No, I know. No, I, so. I mean, no, look, the, I mean, the only thing that makes pay for play go away is having professional teams that will just fund the whole thing. Right? Or well, if we go back to what I said, we give all the kids knives. <laughs> the only thing I'll say to that, like maybe blends it is just that, like, with the sort of way some of the court decisions went, like there is the argument of training compensation and that if you are like a club who in Montana and your player does get signed, if you get some of that money back, that does allow yeah. you to ease maybe some of the pay to player, you can finance that way. And then you can become like a development club that sells on your players, but you still have to have the connections and the resources. And I mean, think about it, Alexis, like how many people do you get saying to you like, Oh man, I'm a really good comic. I'm going to be a really good comedian. Can you hook me up with a set? Like it's the same thing as if you're like, Oh, I've got this midfielder on my team. How many teams are going to be great so does every other person who contacts me like that's where i think the da was supposed to work and sort of streamlining the system so everybody theoretically the top talents end up getting funneled to those top yeah. teams because because the you know, they teams. should do they should have bringer clubs where you have <laughs> you have a youth team and yeah. the players don't pay fees to get their training but when you, you play the games cousins. you have to bring your tickets. cousins and your friends <laughs> and it's ten dollars to get in for everybody <laughs> yeah. there yeah. we go the we bringer academy it. Look, but we have a comment from uh, from Dog Machine. He says, pay for play will only go away if clubs can sell people upwards. And I, and I was going to make this point as well, is that there's there's no money. It's money. But there's no money in in getting, in, in identifying talent. And if there's no incentive, there's no financial incentive for, for uh, uh, moving a player forward, then it's it's just not going to happen. We're not going to... Okay. What? I, here's why I disagree. Christian Pulisic, which somebody said came from the middle of nowhere, Hershey, Pennsylvania, yes, had two professional soccer players or one very uh, good collegiate and one professional soccer player's parents, which certainly helped. What would you guess? Christian Pulisic's talent is one out of what? One out of 100, one out of 1,000, one out of 100,000, or one out of a million, one out of 10 million? What would your guess be based on his talent? Uh, One out of 100,000, let's say. You think one out of 100,000 kids have Christian Pulisic-level talent? I'm not saying I, I hopefully mean, my tone, I'm, my tone should a not million, have been your A million, wrong. I don't know, whatever. Is he the, I mean, is he the best player on the national team? No, no. So just, you know, Christian Pulisic, as you know him, his talent level is what? One out of a million, one out of No, I'm, I'm answering your question. I'm saying if you think he's the best player on the national team, which I think there's a, a good argument to be made, well, then he is the top of however many people play soccer in this country. Like, okay, I think, it's, I think it's way, way. Forget Pulisic. Mm-hmm. Let's say Weston McKinney. Okay. Weston McKinney is one out of 10 million. I would say maybe where are we going with this though? Yeah. Listen to me. Just what 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 would your guess be? I'll tell you where it's going. I see, Alexis. This is the thing. People, we're not just being defensive. This is the Alexis way of arguing that (laughs) he leads you down the path. I'm not leading you you down the path. I'm I'm actually no, no. I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm trying Uh to see what you think so I can sort of map it out in my head if I'm where my head's at. I'm not trying to say that I'm right. I'm just I want to know what you. You you tell us hypothetical. I don't have a right number in my head. You you tell us just guess at the number and then tell us where you're going with this. My idea is if he's one out of ten million. And there's 300 million people in this country. Well, I mean, I guess we'd have to figure out kids, right? How many kids there are. Yeah, some of them are like 75-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a guy, a fat guy with a beard. I'm, I'm counting kids, everyone. Uh, it's not going to happen. But my thing is, if there's 300,000, then my thought <laughs> is, all right, well, then there's X amount of kids that have a Weston McKinney-level talent that can be found. You know what I mean? And then you can go down from there and figure out 
how many children? My theory is, is that there's a lot of kids. Wait, wait, Christian hold on. No, I'm not, I'm not conceding that. What do you like? Cause I feel like you're c- coming at, at this from like a football manager FIFA perspective of like all of their attributes are listed. And then you can see like, how are you going to find all these kids if they're in I, random States and random parts? To me, it's just taking a sample and spreading that out across. It's an average. You might be wrong. You might be right. But what I'm saying is um, if we can assume safely assume Weston McKinney is a one out of 10 million and there's 300 million. That means X amount of, of people have Weston McKinney level of skill then, and they're spread across the country or like a Christian Pulisic are in areas that weren't easy to find, but maybe don't have access to parents that play professional soccer. Then there should be enough uh, people that could sell at a high level to European teams where we would make that money back. You get what I'm saying? I'm just trying to do the math in my yeah, head. But it's not just a simple a law of like averages or math. It's, it's there's so much, other well, factors. everything is statistics. I'm everything. just saying, but the, the level of, of Christian Pulisic did not receive the coaching to become Christian Pulisic that we know today in the United States. He got that in Germany. No, so, but remember, he but, made that Players Tribune article well, where he said a lot of kids were better than him that slipped through the cracks. So there are other ones out there. Not everyone has to have a parent that played professional soccer in order to make it. No, but I think what, what you're like the kind of theoretical system you're advocating, what it lends itself to is a specific type of player. It will be like, oh, a player who can do this, this, and this. What it doesn't lend itself to is, are you small? Well, then, sorry, we only want big guys. Or do you have this ability? And I think that's where, like, the system that you have in other countries where you can scout for the thing you're looking for. If you're Barcelona, you're looking for just people who can possess the ball, who have technical ability. So even there, there's still, like, the kind of the lack of specificity that I think you need in order to be able to consistently develop the type of talent you're talking about. I think I've lost the thread of exactly what we're talking about here. Alexis, are you arguing that there's enough talent in the country that we can sell on that's enough to then fund all the academies yes at least that's what my theory was that's why i started asking but you, you need guys, to, so what again, are your I would honestly not not just to prove that i was right to begin with but who sells i think these almost players, exclusively right? to prove you were right but who sells <laughs> these players right if you're actually going to sell players like that then you need professional teams to american teams to take these players and then sell them on for big money no, right? you don't. So you could sell them from an, from an academy or from your travel. Not for much, team. right? You can sell them for a little yeah, bit. And that Montana Academy that doesn't know anybody, they're contacting Real Madrid <laughs> to be like, hey, we yeah. got this kid. Tournaments. <laughs> Tournaments. So you, Again, that Montana you know, team, can they afford that tournament? Yeah. Like, so you know that's not realistic, right? You can't yeah. just sell a kid for a fortune. You can't. You could hope for training compensation and solidarity payments, but you don't know that you're going to get it. What if we start it? an academy to teach kids how to post clips on TikTok, okay, of them playing soccer? Now, hear me out. <laughs> I don't want to hear you out. I'll be honest. I also honestly, don't like, have anything left. After look, honestly, I think one big thing we've proven here is it's really, really hard to organize youth soccer in yeah. a country the size of the United States, right? Yeah. It is I would say it's impossible. almost impossible. Yeah. Did you say, yeah. So it's, it's basically impossible and we've just always got to do the best we can. And there's no point trying to burn it to the ground every 10 years because we're not happy with it. Because then all you've got is a bunch of ashes and you have to start again. How yeah. about what... Why, why don't, how long before USL clubs have academies? I think some of them do. Some of them do. Now. Yeah. 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 But that could help fill in the space because maybe Montana doesn't need an MLS club. Maybe but they don't have the capability money. of an MLS club. It costs yeah, money but, uh, for that academy. If there's, these, assuming there's teams that have money in this situation. And they don't. Do. <laughs> a lot of teams do. Indy 11 is making money. Louisville City is you making money. You say a lot. You say a lot. You're wrong. Yes, a lot of a them lot do is, make money. Uh, a no. lot of them do. <laughs> no, they all survive. That's they the all, best they yeah. can do. 
Not all of them. Detroit City yeah, some is of making the, money. Some of them don't survive. Detroit City is not making money. Detroit they made City over a is- million dollars in revenue. That's like one of the, like the, it's the most at whatever level they're at. Profit or revenue? I don't know the, which one, but it well, was a Well, there's a, a big difference dollars. between the two. You know that, right? Uh, no, actually, I don't know. of course I do. <laughs> Thank you to whoever subscribed. Here's my point. I want to, let's start a third party ownership. I've been talking about this for years. Let's just find a way to make money off these kids. Did you say let's start third party ownership? Is yeah. that what I just heard you start to advocate? 100%. <laughs> Look. Honestly, I mean, that's horrible and we shouldn't do it, but financially. Why not? Because you you could like ask companies to buy into young players, and that's how we that's how we fund the entire thing. It's a terrible idea because it's bad for the kids. How is it fi- bad for the kids? If your dream is to play in Europe, and I can help you go there, why shouldn't I get a cut of your contract just like an agent? Because it naturally weird... it naturally means that they're not having the best interest of a child in mind. Yeah. They're having their financial interests in well, mind. Well, no one like, asks well, the best interest of the child. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you propose an idea and then immediately Alex, realize why it's not a Alexis good idea. Is just I, like, I still haven't the, realized why it's not Alexis a good idea. Alexis is just idea. like, the child should not be speaking to me. Get in the back of the van. You know what happens. You get locked in the van that's parked outside. So <laughs> what we've learned is if we have a blank slate, don't give it to Alexis to fill in. <laughs> I think I'm right. Look, Sell and then, the kids. And then so a lot of people will also say, well, if we have ProRail, it would it would in, inject this incentive so much into lower leagues, into low in, in teams at, at, at you know at, at the bottom of the pyramid, that this would all sort of resolve itself, right? Yeah. That they would invest in 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 academies and getting players and selling them on and moving them, uh, and and that is one possibility. But if that yeah. is if not currently on the table, there has to be something that my idea is like you know we have the federal government, the federal government uh, uh, supplies. Uh, uh, you know, gives money to to the state. There's a there's a theoretically sort of, theoretically, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Trump wants to change the rules. But, Let mm-hmm. them fend for themselves is what you're. But there's say? like sort of yeah. a, a back and forth. The U.S. soccer, in my dream scenario, U.S. soccer has enough money to. Uh, to to finance the regions and that the regions are like hyper uh it's hyper local and, and the, the 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 you know the kids are not traveling uh, across the state to play each other unless it's like some you, you know once a year sort of tournament that is funded by by US soccer but US soccer funds the regions and and they have that's enough money to to uh, uh, you know spot Thailand and 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 hopefully get them into the the an MLS academy or whatever and then move forward or whatever but there, there's again there's no there's not enough of a financial incentive mm-hmm. to do that christian check your text okay <laughs> just trust me <laughs> all right i'm checking it's my- the perfect way to end this <laughs> oh okay. and not at all awkward in the middle of a live broadcast. now i just got it, I just got it now. <laughs> the other thing while, while christian's doing that i'll say this that like <laughs> okay. the other thing we haven't talked much about oh, is yeah, like the political that side of things which i think is a is a really important thing and i don't mean like trump politics i mean literally like like when i was coming up we had odp but odp the people who coached those teams were often club coaches and if you had all the coaches from one club they're not choosing any of their rival clubs because they want their their club to look better so there's even like on the ground that human element that you're never going to be able to remove and again it goes back to i think what daryl was saying that like a country this big, you can't, I feel like you can't really have one completely unified system of operations. I feel like you have to have a lot of different people sort of working together, but also working against each other. In some ways, I feel like the present situation is kind of what it's always going to be. It's maybe going to be a little bit better at times and a little bit at worse times, but I don't know how you ever streamline it without it, like still having those same financial and um, political issues. 
I think in the end, I, I, I'm going to do a little more research on the third-party ownership, okay? Just because I'm not sold that it's You mean a bad the thing idea. that's banned in, by FIFA, that thing? I honestly just cool. think it's misunderstood. And also, FIFA banning something means they didn't get their beak wet. Let's be that's honest. That's true. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to do I just checked Twitter, and I think I know how we're ending the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty I'm great. Getting to that right uh, now. Uh, also, Scooby the Goon says both he's in, and he said hashtag sell the kids, and the S and the S are both kids. dollar signs. Look, Dominican Woody. <laughs> Can you make that bigger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be uh, minimize this from Doug. Thank you so much. <laughs> for something. So funny. There is. Yo, it's exact. <laughs> Dominican Woody. Oh my God, that's you, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Uh, I. Look, I think in the end, this is perfect. I, Douglas, you're the best. Uh, I think in the end, if there's so many kids out there that haven't been found, that have a ton of talent, then, you know, then I don't know. There, It behooves us to go find it. And if, you know, look, whether people like it or not, we're currently living in a capitalist society, which means if there's a, if there's a, if there's a supply, someone will find a way to sell it towards the demand. There's clearly a demand. And I get your point Daryl, that there's not a high enough demand for these players because there's not enough professional clubs, but there are clubs all over the world. It's a world market. So whether you sell them to uh, Europe or South America, you talk about high- selling children to South America, <laughs> selling players. Yeah. Players. As yes. adults or as children. I, uh, but <laughs> Do I have to specify? <laughs> yes, because you can't sell children. Look, just buy the used car. It was in an accident. Okay? I, never, I never thought that uh, Alexis would come out publicly as pro-child slavery. That's good to know. That's Again, good to know, Alexis. They're free to leave, but okay. where are they going to go? Hey, what's a, what's a World Cup worth to you, wow. buddy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, the parents can go with the kids. This is, if the club this has is me. Money, they this is me socially distancing myself from Alexis's ideas. <laughs> All right. In the end, I think there's a way to do it. Daryl, I will do research and come back to you. (laughs) Okay. I will actually, can I drop a plug before we finish? Um, Allocation Disorder, the podcast with Paul Tenorio, Sam Stegall. That will be a properly researched, Alexis, (laughs) um, and properly reported conversation about the new youth league setup in Major League Soccer. (laughs) That will publish Friday in the Total Soccer Show feed. Okay, I cannot wait to listen. Child slavery will not be advocated. (laughs) And I want it known, I do not advocate for child slavery. All right, I was coming back in and then Alexis started talking again and I got nervous. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you guys uh, for for joining us and doing this. Why do we always end up yelling at Alexis? (laughs) Because I share my ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Because he speaks his mind, that's why. You have to. You really just don't understand my genius. (laughs) It's it's because he very assertively says things and you don't know if he's fucking with you or not that's really what it is it's like I vote him out of the quarantine house i'll just eat whatever food christian makes so don't care. <laughs> still got nutrients right yeah maybe uh well thank you everyone uh for especially in, in the the twitch chat for hanging out with us we we appreciate it hopefully this was informative and uh highly stupid uh so i hope you had a good time and laughed and learned uh a little bit so uh all right so All right. we I learned about sublimation. Okay, cool. Yeah, there you go. 
it's it's so funny, Daryl. Your hair got a little something. Got uh, it looked like you've been through a lot. You know? <laughs> it's a little tussled right now. <laughs> this has been. This do you I all have that? Do you all find that too? Like, I feel like whenever I record, my hair always ends up like. Dude, my hair is that because I just spend dude. the whole like I'm always like touching my head when I'm recording. Oh, Alexis. This. Yo, my hair is wild. wow. Look at this. Do you want do you want to write an album about your feelings? I feel like you do. <laughs> you look like the lead singer of the Cure. Look at me. I'm. I'm, I'm what did we? What did Christian this call is, me? Houston Bieber. This <laughs> is the best. Oh my god. Uh, somebody make a clip of that, please. So please funny. don't. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Houston Bieber. Houston. <laughs> um, so everyone, thank you uh, for hanging out. This is the, your first time uh, getting to know any of us. Uh, I apologize. Uh, but the, uh, yes, make sure you check out the Total Soccer Show. Subscribe to their their podcast and their 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 series of podcasts. Subscribe to all seven of their podcasts. Now they do amazing work. If you want to know anything about American soccer or soccer in general, uh, Total Soccer Show is uh, is for you. So make sure to subscribe. Dogmanstein says, is there a schedule for when you stream? Yeah, when we say so. Okay, so we haven't sorted that out yet because we're very busy but then the, i know the next time we will be streaming uh alexis and i will be on friday for the berlin derby we're gonna be uh second screening it we had a lot of fun uh last week with uh, uh if you guys want to hop on for that let us know they, total soccer show they yeah. do not I think I'm, oh they I'm do yeah. <laughs> yeah no man so that's the next time we're gonna be on um but we'll figure out you know this is also very someone clipped it and they called it cuban justin beaver <laughs> for <fuck's> sake <laughs> Thank you. Stop it. Houston Beaver. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been, um, uh, it, it, this is, uh, you know, props to people who are on Twitch and are on, like, it's exhausting doing this, you know. <laughs> yes, it is. It's, it's a lot. It's different, you know, doing a podcast for an hour is different than doing this for nearly two. Uh, yeah. So it takes a lot of energy. So we'll, you know, we'll space it out to, so we when, can. When are you all going to do your 24-hour uh, live marathon broadcast? I'm ready for that. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> when we start getting that athletic money. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just, uh, our, our uh, subscription to uh, The Athletic just renewed yesterday. So Our subscription? We share one. We, we share cooligans. One. The Cooligans LLC. Guys, we're never going to make that money that way. I need each of you to get one for you and one for your spouse. Well, listen, we're we're, we're being fair. Use the TSS I, promo code. By I the way, read please. I read the headline and Christian reads the article. So really, <laughs> it's like we're sharing. <laughs> that should be that should be the description for the Cooligans. <laughs> that really should be. Uh, all right, everybody. So thank you uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, yeah, another another Twitch stream in the books. Uh, we. We did it bye uh, guys we love you yeah subscribe you. yeah subscribe thank you for following uh and uh all right let's end the show the way we always do for daryl grove for T taylor rockwell my name is christian polanco i'm alexis guerreros and together what are we the, the cool Houston Bieber. <laughs> i was quiet it's the cool again <laughs>